Welcome to the Nasty Things Podcast. I'm your host, Extreme Joaquin. This is episode 29, and today we get nasty with Jacob's Journey. And as you heard in my intro, we got a special guest for today. But before we talk about that, uh, the guest of the evening is let's talk about 4D Media. If you want to get some merchandise, some nasty merchandise, you want to get some shirts, hats, hoodies, and yes, like I've said before, some underwear. You want some extreme Joaquin up in your junk? Get that nasty underwear. And that's how we do it here. But uh, now, with all that being said, is you heard in the intro, what's good, Jacob? What's up, guys? So, uh, how do you feel, man? First good. time on? Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. And, um, yeah, so you've actually been, funny enough, is uh, just, just for all the nasty listeners, to the people out in Kenya, if you can believe we got some listeners out in Kenya. Okay. Like, dead ass, yeah, so like on, on the, uh, the application, lets you know all the places that are only... Shout out to Nicaragua. Para toda la gente de Nicaragua, mucho gusto. Bueno que están aquí y están escuchando. La gente de México, órale, güey. Bueno escucharte. And of course, Kenya, I can't really speak your language. And uh, New Zealand, I mean, yeah, you can understand English. Uh, I guess in, in my way of English is... So Jacob has actually been wanting to be on for the last five or six. He's been a listener from the beginning. So yeah, man, let's give some put some respect on that name. <laughs> thank you yeah so so what's good man so what can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself so yeah first time on is this your first podcast yeah i guess so. i don't think i've been on a podcast before but i used to do youtube and stuff like that okay okay so like uh what's uh so youtube what what was the channel called and what did you do on youtube man yeah my channel was called system and syndicate and uh basically what i would do is system and syndicate so what so you had system some- Sysamin, okay. So it's like a job, like a system administrator. Okay, okay, cool. So Sysamin cool. is kind of short for system administrator. It's basically the nerd in a big company that would like okay, cool. control all the technology. Okay, okay. So it's not some sort of cult where we'll see a bunch of like systemists showing up out of nowhere, just, you know, holding no. holding your face in gold and be like, oh, just praise, no. praise them, praise them. It's like, it's basically like if you could imagine an IT company, it'd be like the top nerd, not the guy who like, who like fixes your computer, Sorry. but the guy who like runs all the... So would you say it's kind of like Office Space? Like the movie Office Space? You've seen it? I, yeah, I have, but I don't remember the IT team on it. I love that movie, though. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> but I, that's what I think of it's when I think of like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And spoiler alert, he may have burnt the place down at the end. Yeah, he may have. We don't want to spoil that movie for you in case you haven't seen it. Exactly. So, so yeah, so, so you had that, so continue on, yeah. Yeah, so where was I? Um, so you had your YouTube channel. Um, yeah, so basically when I went to college for IT and I started learning about all this stuff, uh-huh. um, at the time I was working in an IT job and uh, a lot of the IT stuff is really hard to memorize, especially if you're not working with it. Like a lot <laughs> of the technologies you have to learn to get like certified, they're not things you're actually going to work with day to day in your job as an IT guy. 
So it's really hard to like remember the stuff. Dead so. ass. I mean, you're asking like the right. You're telling the right guy, man. I can't remember like what I ate yesterday. So yeah, even if you're into it, it's like it's really hard to remember all the stuff you have to be to to do what I do. And so uh-huh. I decided that what I was going to do is start making training videos for free. Okay. Um, and because you know the old saying, right? Like if you if you can teach it, you really know it. Okay. Um, so, so it sounds like a like Lord of the Rings reference or something, you know. Well, it's just really true. Like if you like if you make training material for other people and you teach other people, you really have to know it back to front. No, absolutely, man. And so for and it also helped retain it. Um, so when I actually got into the IT field after doing this for like years and years and doing the YouTube thing, and I'd I'd have like um, basically conference calls with people uh-huh. from mostly India. That's yep. what I would target. India, okay. Yeah, because there's a lot of IT professionals in India, and they'd want to learn the Microsoft stuff. And so I would uh-huh. start. I would do my my kind of like a podcast but it's more of a conference call on google okay. whoa, whoa settle down settle down so you're, you're just trying to rival the nasty things podcast is that what it is no this is ages ago <laughs> i don't do the same no nah, i'm just breaking your balls but yeah continue on man yeah so so i would do it at 10 o'clock at night which is 10 o'clock um, indian standard time okay for the indian people so it'd be like 10 o'clock in the morning for east indian people okay and um yeah and so i would do that and i actually got a lot of people certified and that doing that over the years trying to like get people certified in what i do which is Uh manage servers and systems yep um when i actually got into the it field it uh gave me a real leg up over everybody else yep um because i had been actually like teaching this stuff okay it's been like what i did in my spare time too yeah i know study it absolutely man so i got really good at it quick Uh ah um and so yeah that kind of helped me kind of propel myself in my career early Uh on okay and that was sort of your start, and then you kind of made a re- YouTube channel expressing it. Now, in that YouTube channel, did you have some fun with it? Because, you know, uh, this is a gentleman that I've met, and we've, I could say that we've gladly rolled on the floor with each other. So, definitely it, take it how you may want to take it. So, uh, <laughs> and it's been very sweaty too. So, uh, yeah, how did. are these channels? How are these, how are these uh, videos? Yeah, so some of the videos were funny. You know, at one point, you, you remember the call scammers that used to call people? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. They'd be like, hi, sir, your computer is hello, 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 my friend. Uh, yeah. It's looking like computer is this funk, this side, right side. Can yeah. I'm helping you. Yeah, so I actually... If we're going to go full on, we got to go, you know. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah, totally. So yeah. I actually did a couple of videos where I'd actually mock the shit out of them. And I'd like okay. screen record them and like like mock the fact that they don't actually know what they're talking about. I'd like because they always would try to like do something to scare you. They like show you like you know these errors and they might just be like bad password errors. And they'd be like they'd filter by only errors, so you'd see like a page full of errors in your event viewer. And they'd be like, so, "Oh, my computer has something wrong with it," but it'd be a scam. It's so really normal. So in other, in, other, in other words, they went ownage prank style. Artu dash hashtag left. And then you as an IT guy that's understands it, you're like, yeah, so what, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? And that I'd called him on it. And I remember like I had a, like a heart uh-huh. to heart with him. And I think I almost changed his opinion. And then he hung up. And so by the end, he's like, you know what? You've got a good point, my friend, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then his boss probably said, Abdul, what are you doing? <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, shit changed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, so th- those are sort of... That's sort of the sorry. I'm opening up this awesome uh, beverage here, and uh, yes, we're having fun here. Mm-hmm. So 
so that's sort of like what got you into so you got into youtube etc you were an, essentially an it guy you went to school for that and all that yeah and uh yeah so tell a little bit a little little more about uh the great jacob jacob the great we'll call him yeah so i guess we should start from the beginning yeah please do man i mean we're all i think the nasty listeners are all ears my man so you know <laughs> go ahead my man go ahead go ahead i guess i don't know how, how i want to start this but um yeah I, I grew up with actually a really harsh life for somebody who grew up in like, exactly liberal so, canada so yeah and i can imagine that and, and uh, i think a lot of the nasty listeners by all means are all and even to other people in the world the united states etc i mean i think we can all agree that you know, uh, at some point in our lives, we've dealt with difficulties or sometimes, you know, like on Jacob or anyone else's standpoint is we've dealt with harder things than others. But yeah, I think it's I think a lot of these people would love to hear exactly, you know, some of the difficulties that you dealt with. And yeah, start from the beginning, my man. All means. All right. Well, I guess I'll be able to just tell you my life story. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. That's that's why we have you on here, man. And uh, yeah, let's give a quick little cheers to Jacob here. Yeah, let's cheers. cheers a glass and yeah, let's have some fun here. Can we pause it for a second? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Go ahead. So yeah, just yeah, just go in there. So uh, Jacob's here is just gonna take a quick little bathroom break here. But in the meantime, is uh, yeah, just uh, like like I mentioned earlier, is um, yeah, make sure to check out our merchandise, man. Is that pretty exciting time? We released some some uh t-shirts some hoodies some crew necks uh and of course some nasty underwear and we got more stuff coming out in the next yeah in the next little bit so yeah just make sure to check all that out and uh yeah just stay nasty with it man and and of course um to all the nasty listeners um yeah just make sure to check that out and um yeah man we're gonna have, we're gonna have some fun with uh with some of the merch and there and of course we have some collaboration is so uh while we have uh jacob on break is i did want to make a semi-announcement is that me and eternal love will actually be collaborating with our very own podcast uh soon to be named but we're going to discuss some um some major talks so it's going to be a little bit different than nasty things and a little bit different than ill-minded but we're gonna you're gonna get a chance to really get to know both sides right so you know as you know on the ill-minded side he has had a lot of nicaraguan rappers on a lot of peruvian rappers etc so that's coming up real soon tba gonna happen real soon but now we got Jacob back. What's good, brother? All right. So, yeah, this this might get real dark, but I think it's, it's no. an interesting story. No, it's a fascinating story. Start from the beginning. Uh, so, yeah, tell your story. White, I, think, I think if a, when I meet a lot of foreigners, you know, that come from, like, struggling countries, I always think, like, when they see, they're like, they're like oh, you're hood or whatever. They're like, they're, they're like oh, yeah, you're probably just pretend, but they, they don't actually know, like, how bad of a Absolutely, story yeah. I have. So. so is yours more like, so just uh, before, just for the all, the all the audience, right? So you are you like a Detroit Eminem, like, you know, came from the no, trailer no. parks? No, I grew up in a really nice lines. city, actually. Okay. I, grew up, I grew up in Victoria, which is the capital, of, provincial capital of BC. Yep. It's a very nice city. But um, I had a really harsh life, so I'll, I'll just get into it. By all means, man. My actual first memory is watching my dad. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Who is a kickboxer, uh, shit kick my mom. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Damn. It, was, it was pretty harsh when I was like three years old. So this was back when you were three, so so you had a, a father, kickboxer, 
yeah. abusive, yeah, I guess you could say, right? Yeah, and I guess I guess my mom and my dad at that point had split up. But yeah. she was, I guess, talking to some guy, and he didn't like that, even though uh-huh. they were broken up or whatever. That's what my mom tells me. You know, I grew yeah. up with my mom, so I hear yeah. her side story of course, first. Yeah. My dad's dead now, so I can't really ask him the full story there. Uh-huh. But he came over drunk, and it was really brutal. He, like, uh-huh. literally kicked the shit out of her. And I remember when I was three, yeah. I, uh, I ran over to try to help my mom. And I threw, you know, I'm a three-year-old. I threw yeah. coffee grounds on him, yep. thinking that would help. And he turned around, and I'd like to believe it was because he was drunk, but he literally booted me across the room. Damn, okay. And, you know, it's probably like a little football. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if I laugh, it's not funny. It's just because I feel uncomfortable. No, no, that's fine, so man. I kind of deal with it. Oh, but, no, I um, got you, brother. So I had a really brutal life like that. And then after that, I lived with my mom, you know? Uh-huh. And, and I probably uh, only ever saw my dad, maybe. So how many years did he live with your mom? Um, I lived with my mom, I'd say, on and off till I was nine. Uh-huh. I'd say on and off because once once my mom lived on her own, she was very much like I don't need no man, and she could uh-huh. do it on her own. But she really did, I think. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just like I need a wife, I think she needed a man. So everyone sort of needs. Uh, so in other words, everyone sort of needs a partner to be sort of to their, compliment them. Yeah, compliment them bad, in whatever it is, bad or good or. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. Um, you know, she was. It was really bad because, like, I mean, I remember being five years old and my mom. My uh-huh. mom would do let me do things that would get me ridiculed. Like I'd go to school uh-huh. in gumboots in the middle of June with a long hair and a ponytail, and I'd wear clip-on earrings from the dollar <laughs> store that had hearts on them. And that's awesome, you know, because my mom was like this hippie. She didn't so I would a, get really badly bullied because of this. yeah, yeah, no, of course, because like you know, I mean, it's free speech and everything. But as a kid, I mean, yeah, you probably you probably saw some little clip-on earrings, and you know, you grow out your hair. You're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like I like the show Highlander. I don't know if you ever seen that. Ah, uh, yes, I have. '90s about the mortals, right? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. He cut off people's heads with his sword. So and you want to be it. fucking Highlander? Bro. I wanted to be Highlander when I was a kid, so that's why I had a ponytail. Mm-hmm. But I literally had a mullet and gum boots and dead then, ass um, man, sounding like Theo Vaughn, brother. Just just total redneck, right? And then, yeah. Um, and uh, it was funny because. Um, uh Shoot, I lost my train of thought there. No, so. no. So, so you're talking about so. Um, you were talking about so gum boots, um, yeah, uh, mullet. So I got bullied a lot, and I feel like and if I would have had a dad there to kind of tell me like, "Hey, son, you know, like, you probably shouldn't wear a mullet and a and gum clip boots. on hard earrings and stuff uh-huh. like that." And, and I wasn't trying to be, you know, I don't know what I thought. Like, I wasn't trying to be like you were just being a kid, man. I, was just I a mean, kid. yeah, exactly. I mean, you 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 can probably attest that you're your father, right? Yep, and exactly right so and you've seen your kids and sometimes they probably have opinions it would sometimes they wear things where you're like I, I don't know if you should wear that you know yeah so yeah so i mean you were just being a kid in other words yeah but it wasn't long before like i saw i had a lot of other like horrible things so, so like when i was five uh-huh. you know i always related to rap and a lot of people would be like quick to call me like a wigger growing up right because yeah, i yeah, like because rap. but the- literally i related to things like paraphernalia in my baby pictures like exactly. stuff like that was true uh-huh. like i i remember at one point like this is how fucked up my life was man yeah yeah my mom's drug dealer is a black guy named Sonny, and uh-huh. i remember one time i came to my mom's room and i said yeah mommy mommy there's a man in my closet there's a man in my closet and she goes oh honey there's no one in your closet you know classic yeah. Yeah, of course yep. nine times out of ten there's nobody in your fucking closet you're just uh-huh. a kid and I, I beg and i beg and i plead with my mom and finally my mom comes uh-huh. and when she checks out pops her drug uh-huh. dealer oh, in the what closet the fuck? okay 
you know, and literally, like, they would do coke around me when I was a kid. Like, I, uh, I remember being a five-year-old yeah. and pretending to snort cocaine in front of my mom. Jesus Christ. Because so, that's what I would see, and I so, thought it was cool, you know, like, so, I was emulating. So, let's just go a little bit back. So, like, you were in your room, and then you just kept feeling like somebody was in your closet? Yeah, when I was and then, about four. Wow, Jesus, and, and his name was Sonny. His right? name was Sonny, and, and I remember I was right at head level to his ass, and the guy would fart like crazy, and now I know why. It's because a lot of coke is cut with baby laxative. It's really? Like, yeah. Something that I'm learning today, man. That's, that's, that's wild, man. Yeah. So, so this it, was but you, it would stink so bad he'd come over uh-huh. and it was just it was a really harsh life for like you know yeah. a white kid in uh-huh. liberal Victoria to grow up in that's experience. insane man so 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 this so in other words so so Sonny was in your your thing so your your mom comes in and what happens after she goes she goes Sonny what the fuck are you doing like uh-huh. what are you what are you doing here yeah. And, and he goes, oh, oh, hello, Elaine. That's my mom's name. Yeah. And then, you know. Shout out to Elaine, yeah? She's still alive. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it gets fucked up. It mm-hmm. gets worse. <laughs> no, no, keep going, man. Keep going. It's all good. <laughs> so the story good. turns out good. If you're, uh, if you're hearing like a negative story now, and it, it turns out good, listeners. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, um, so I, my mom developed a really bad coke problem because when I was a kid, my mom was a prostitute. Uh-huh. She made about back in the about 1995. Yeah, she would have made about five grand a month prostituting. Damn. And then, which is a lot of money back then. No, no, definitely. And this was back in what, like 1995? Oh been. fuck yeah, five thousand dollars is. Yeah, and on top of that, she lived yeah. in low-income housing, so we had a whole house to herself for like 200 bucks a month. And uh-huh. She grew weed in the basement and yeah. stuff like that. My mom is a real dumbass. You know, I remember one time. Yeah, of course, yeah. I remember one time she was growing weed in the basement. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, side note. Sorry for saying, of course. <laughs> no worries, <laughs> no, worries. Know, no worries. I'm the outside source, right? I'm extreme okay. But yeah, continue on. Yeah, yeah so uh, so I go downstairs. I don't know. Um, she needed to get the furnace worked on. Mm-hmm. This is so funny. I got to tell you this. Please do. And uh, <laughs> she. Uh, she had a grow up literally in the basement right next to where the guy had to work on the furnace. And so she didn't want to take it down. Yeah. So you know what she did? Uh-huh. Imagine there's like this, ju- you know how bright grow lights are, right? Yeah, like I know. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Super bright. Um, she would have had what's called metal halide lights because uh-huh. I'm, I'm actually a grower myself. Not anymore, but... Um, Form, former grower, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I stopped when I got my firearms. But, but to be fa- to be fair, this is the Nasty Thanks podcast. We get nasty here. So no worries, yeah. man. Yeah, Keep yeah. it going. But uh, she put up a blanket on all four sides of the uh-huh. grow, thinking. Yeah. But like, keep in mind that like the corners were completely exposed, light like beaming yeah. out. Like, can you imagine hanging a blanket this far from the ground on all four sides and thinking that was good <laughs> to your super <laughs> what the fuck, man. <laughs> Like, like this is how dumb my mom was. You know what she said yeah. to me? You know what she said to me? Yeah, this please is do. The funniest go ahead, go goes, ahead, man. I didn't think he'd care. He was Mexican. <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean. To be fair, to be fair, quickly, we're Nicaraguan, but we're, we are Hispanic, but sorry to the Mexican listener. Well, <laughs> just, to, just to fuck around. I'm just, as, no, as, a, person, go ahead, go ahead, as a person who's like, you know, no, no, with you 100% on anything you might think about that. It's just, it's funny. Like, I tell you it because it's funny. You know? No, 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 no. I'm, just, I'm fucking around here. Yeah, no, no, no. Just keep going. It is funny, right? It's like it is pretty funny. It's, it's, just, it's just such a wild. Uh, no, no, exactly. No, I, I agree. It's just such a wild thing to say. <laughs> so but I mean, stupid. But it, but it is, it is this person that's. Yeah, that's she's not fully she there. needed a man. Absolutely, <laughs> you know? she needed a man or a handler <laughs> or, or a partner with a bit more common sense. Anyway, maybe not a man, but or, you know. or, or handler. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But yeah, continue on, my man. 
So, yeah, and then my mom, my mom developed a coke problem from the prostitution. Okay, and, so, uh, and then she, you were saying that she did prostitution for quite a bit? Quite a bit, yeah. Okay. And then she ran her own escort agency at one point. Okay. And then uh, she, um, I, she got a coke problem, and then uh-huh. it was really brutal, too, and... Her friend came and kind of gave her like an intervention. Like okay. I remember her there and so, screaming. And if you don't mind me interrupting real quickly, yeah, so when when did uh, when did the coke problem start? And uh, maybe when I was four or five, it okay. started. And then and but then she just snorted. it. Okay, no, no, yeah, of course, because there's there's people that smoke it and there's people that do it she otherwise, right? Stuff, yeah, that's how it started anyway. So so it started like around that age, so like four to five years old. And then uh, you were saying that like in the past you would jokingly you know do lines to yeah like okay. i would like try to i wouldn't be doing lines but i would try to simulate you know like oh like, no no of course, even this of day like if my son walks in and i'm smoking some weed he'll kind of mimic uh-huh. me coughing and i hate it I yeah hate it. Like, because, because right away you're like come on man like but oh, no, i get it that on the umpteenth like if your kid's four or five pretending to snort something that's yeah fucked. something a little fucked up no for sure so so yeah so you would say around four to five years old like that's where it all started yeah uh-huh and then, um, so my mom's friend, she's uh-huh. a German woman named Ula. She was also a prostitute. Ula? She came. Okay. Yeah, she she came, and she like basically forced my mom to go to to rehab, and it was uh-huh. a really brutal, traumatic thing because I didn't understand what's going on. My mom's screaming yeah. and crying, and yeah. and they're trying to convince her to go. Yeah. And I went into this foster home for six months, and it was the first time I went to foster home. Yeah. And it was this Jamaican family, and they were nice and everything. Okay. So, so, but so, like, sorry, let me just uh, get back. So, so then, so she decided to go to rehab, right? And then, yeah, so your father wasn't, wasn't around at that point, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. No, he lived, so my father raised my older brother, okay. Adrian. Okay. And um, so, me and my little brother, Mark, who's mm-hmm. special needs, we lived with my mom. Yep. And then, my fa- my father got my brother Adrian, who's my yeah. older brother. Okay, so that's kind of so that's that's kind of how it all. Okay, and then you stuck with your mother, and then so so then she did decide to go to rehab, reha- rehab, right? Yeah, and then so I think for six weeks or something, I was in I was okay. in this Jamaican family's home. Okay, and my mom did get clean for several years after this. It worked out. So, but, but you know, it was rough. You know, no, to be no, five years old away from your parent. Like I couldn't imagine doing that to my son now. Absolutely. As a, as a father, you're probably like, no, come on, man. Like, you that's know. the most important time of their life, you know. Yeah. So I was. So to this day, I still have like a lot of issues, abandonment issues. Like, uh-huh. You know, like, you know, if, if somebody, if I feel like somebody doesn't like me to this day, like from uh-huh. all these issues I have, like yeah. I dwell on it, you yeah. know, and like that's why I'm always I try to be so nice to people is because yeah, because you know that how difficult I'm fucked up inside. <laughs> exa- yeah, yeah. There's that, and you're probably yeah. you probably have that feeling of you've been through difficulties in life, right? So we're only at five years old. <laughs> exactly right. So at like it's five worse. exactly. So like a five years old. So your 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 mental standpoint is probably like why make life harder for others, right? Because I mean. You know this life is what it is, right? So, you know, in better off making people happy, making them yeah. feel comfortable rather than them feeling down, right? Yeah. Is that kind of what you like? That's what I feel that you, because like you know, I've I've, I've known Jacob for a little bit. We, we used to train quite a bit. We used to try to strangle each other all the time. Um, yeah. We'll get into that a little bit later. 
but you know you've always had that charisma of like fun and happy you know what i mean yeah, so i've had ups and downs throughout it oh, absolutely and i and i absolutely believe it but these but, days yeah i'm very much about trying to just spread love and happiness and exactly make people laugh and, exactly you know. but yes continue on so you ended up in this uh so you ended up in the jamaican uh household right so like yeah, you were foster fostered home. by and they were a great family and i guarantee you probably had some delicious food yeah but i didn't like their food they had they had really? fried bananas okay, okay. and I, I think i was too young to appreciate you know? yeah yeah most likely right because uh on um so was it bananas that were fried or was it plantains would have been plantains okay so, so. I, I just remember at five years old it was fried bananas to me right <laughs> but yeah they, i guess so, they would have been plantains right? yeah so smaller bananas yeah so funny enough it's in nicaragua yeah we have a lot of fried plantains <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's, that, that's why when you said fried bananas right i'm like oh like, i think i know what he's talking about yeah but yeah continue on my man but to so, me that was so weird because i'm like a, a total white family mashed course, potatoes man. and gravy mashed and, potatoes and, gravy <laughs> salisbury steak yeah, with no salt and pepper. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my mom man, was actually a really good cook. But um, no, no, I believe. Yeah, that I was one thing she loved was cooking. So her passion so. was cooking. So yeah, so you ended up there, right? So you yeah. ended up at the foster home, and yeah, continue on, man. Yeah. So after that, yeah, I went back with my mom, and, and things were good for years. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, things were good for years, and I. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't until I was about nine years old. Okay that my mom found this new boyfriend and he was a really big guy he was like a ex-marine six foot six Damn, so really big guy so jocko winnick sort of style <laughs> yeah and it was it was harsh because you know i used to uh-huh. i used to like my mom was just she wasn't she wasn't she wasn't all there just to give you an idea she should always be getting in trouble uh-huh. later on in life once i went into foster care for sharing age inappropriate information and as an example of that, okay. it's like I remember at nine years old, I would hear them all the time, like having sex, and it was harsh. And like yeah. I started to rebel at that age, of course. And I remember I would steal like her weed and try to smoke it. Or one time I stole uh, a beer can and I made yeah. beer sickles out of it with an ice cube tray. Yeah, I don't know. I was just a kid. Yeah, of course. I mean, but she kicked me out on the street, and I was homeless when I was nine. Nine years old. Yeah. You get a fuck, man. Yeah, and I felt like you know she chose this guy over me because she was she, this guy wanted to leave because of the kids, Jesus and she blamed Christ, it on man. me. And then it gets really bad. So, yeah. so I go into this foster home, uh-huh. and this foster home is literally like a fucking prison. So, on a side note, quickly, so this is now I'm you're dying. no longer sent. To like the Jamaican, this is a different foster home completely, right? Yeah, and this uh-huh. was supposed to be one of the best foster homes in Canada. They won an award for one of the top ten, uh-huh. but it was literally like a jail. There was alarms on all the doors when I opened them, and I had to stay in my room at all times. Jesus Christ. I wasn't allowed to talk to anybody. And the other was- kids had like sexual problems, all sorts of issues, so I wasn't allowed to talk to them. Uh-huh. I had to stay in this room. Yeah. And I remember, like, even, like, you know, like, you got to keep in mind, like, I'd watch, like, a show when I was nine about uh-huh. aliens or something, get scared. Uh-huh. And you want to go to mommy and daddy because you're scared, but you can't. But you can't because it's... This guy's, the... like, bounced, dude. Like... Damn, man. And this was all at nine years old, eh? Yeah. And, and then... Yeah, so continue on, man. And then the reason... So... Uh-huh. After that, my mom... When I got take, I got taken away from my mom and i didn't understand why at the time yeah. i thought my mom was the greatest thing i was nine years old i didn't have the of course ability to understand that she was fucked uh-huh. and she would beg me to come back and live with her yeah for years of course like come back just come back you don't have to listen to them they're not going to force you if and you, wanna, you know and she was right like if i yeah back. of course and when i finally did uh-huh. i was way older i was like 13 
Damn. And when I was 13, she basically uh-huh. told me she couldn't support it anymore. Yeah. And she basically kind of forced me to sell drugs. What? At 13 years old, At 13, man. I was downtown on the block with cocaine yeah. in my mouth, triple wrapped in plastic so I could swallow it in case cops rolled up. Yeah. Selling cocaine to junkies. And half the time, I'd have to watch them shoot up. Yeah. Because they didn't believe that I really had coke. They're like, you're 13. Like, I don't believe. So uh-huh. I have to watch them pull needle, blood yeah. into this needle. Because that's what they do when they do coke. They have to make no, sure No, 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 absolutely. Yeah. To anyone that Brutal hasn't. shit. No, no. And to anyone that hasn't seen something like that. Unfortunately, I have because I've worked and not as a not as a dealer. But, uh, you know, in, in my job, I've had to work in East Hastings, et cetera. So I've witnessed quite a bit of that. And anybody that's grown up in Vancouver, B.C. knows that. You know, East Hastings is a spot. But, uh, yeah, continue on, man. Yeah, so this was this is Victoria, because um, that's where I'm from. I'm from Victoria. Yeah, shout out to Victoria, BC. Yeah, Douglas and Fort and Pandora. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that was my block. And yeah. I became a little gangster, too, from that. And, yeah. You know, because back then I had to develop, because I was just a little kid. Like, I was a 13-year-old. Yeah. I was a big kid. I was like 180 pounds. And but, at, and at uh, what thirteen years old? That's that's a pretty big kid, man. But I still look like a little kid. Like I still look like a little boy. <laughs> no, no, face. clearly, yeah, of course. And so people would try to roll up on me all the time, and, and I had to get protection down there and stuff like that. And they no, basically yeah. they basically would rip me off. Like I remember one time, I got punched in the back while I was weighing up coke because I didn't turn the scale off fast enough. Oh. And I was wasting batteries, <laughs> even though I was fronting yeah. him the money to re up his operation. Yeah, in yeah order of course. For protection. Yeah. And they would short me on the spitties I would get. Uh-huh. Cocaine on the street comes in two forms. It comes in a flap, which is rolled in paper, yeah. or it comes in a plastic, which is triple wrapped in a tiny little spittoon. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. And we'd spit it at the junkies because on the CTT, uh-huh. CCTV cameras, it looks like I just spat on the yeah. junkie. And if they roll up, I can swallow it. And then uh-huh. as long as I get let out within a couple hours, yeah. I can puke it up and not lose my dope and not get high. Yeah, no, of course. Of which should be a nightmare if you got high on all your dope, you might overdose, right? Oh, absolutely, man. And so this is the kind of life I lived. And, of course, I'm not going to lie and say that my mom just made me do it. It was also, of course, I listened to a lot of gangster rap. And of course, man. Listened. So like, I thought I was cool. Yeah. So and now when I look back on how much, like, I don't know if you've ever seen Get Rich or Die Trying. Absolutely have. But when he says, when you count up all the time that you bagged up the dope, you got caught and everything, you're making less than minimum wage. It's so true. And that's what it is. But it, it, it's, it's the high, man. It's just the... Uh, entrepreneurship and you're young exactly man exactly and that and that's really what it is man is that and you know you hear a lot of these stories regarding that and it's yeah i mean i think that's a one a great reference to reference what we're talking about here for sure yeah now i'm sorry i'm drinking and i often have to go to the washroom no 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 by all means by all means no 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 it's okay is back as we speak yeah so continue on my man yeah so where were we we're at the point where I started selling coke. Yeah, so you're selling coke, etc. And um, you were saying that, yeah, you saw people shoot up, and uh, yeah, you saw you saw people shoot up, and you know, and then we were also talking about the famous "get rich or die trying" line that you were kind of mentioning. Yeah, it's really true. There's no, there's so no it, glory in selling drugs on the street. There Maybe isn't. you can make money. I'm not trying to say that selling drugs is good. It's obviously yeah. dumb, but. You know, maybe you can make money if you're selling large amounts to people, but yeah. you really make no money when you're doing street level stuff, and you're really just feeding the yeah. the street 
the disease that is addiction on the streets. Absolutely. It's kind of like um, some, uh, you know, you reference that a lot of rappers inspired even that life more so is there's also been a lot of rappers that have said, you know, like I'm doing this because I'm getting money in the meantime, but I'm poisoning my people. So it's like a consistent yeah. battle between both worlds. Right. So it's like, but you know, as a, as a like 13 year old kid, you're just looking at the, the, the right side, right. Or sorry, whatever side it might be. Right. Because I'm not talking about Republicans or anything else, but I'm just talking more the correct side. Exactly. Like in your yeah. mind, you're like, Oh in my mind selling that drug selling that blah blah blah, and but you're not looking at the you know the, the possibly other side it's it's cool in the process right mm-hmm. yeah so continue on though yeah so anyway i got into that shit and then um after that i stopped for a little while yeah and you know like because it was harsh like so was- so around sorry out of curiosity sorry if i interrupt you but like around what time did you kind of stop what was it was it an age point where you're like 14 at that point or well i eventually got busted when i was 13 okay and so that's like, when i stopped for a while uh-huh. but at, at one point i was downtown and uh-huh. when they rolled up they knew i had it in my mouth so the cop just rolled up and he choked slam me against the against the wall okay slam my head into the brick wall big fucking bull cock so what what sorry sorry he, sorry he knew slammed I had, yeah. a 13 year old kid he knows i'm gonna swallow it okay and this cop later got lost his shit for... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you one thing. You know the foster home I told you I went to when I was yeah. nine? So, so was the, the bad one, right? Just the Yeah, when I was nine, the first uh-huh. the foster home I went to, the one yeah, that yeah. was like the jail. Yeah. That guy later got in trouble and he tried to groom me for it. But like uh-huh. I left after about six months. I went to another yeah. foster home. I yeah. forgot to mention that. Uh-huh. That guy later got in trouble for child molestation. <laughs> Well, fuck that guy, and if you can give a name, so, by all means, give a name. Paul Cook. Paul Cook, yo, fuck Paul Cook. Yeah. To I, all the nasty listeners, fuck Paul Cook. I got told he got Paul in Cook. trouble for that, and I actually came out one time when I think he was uh-huh. doing something like that, but I didn't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I'm just saying, so it was kind of fucked up. It was like, I dodged bullets there, but I I was like a good kid compared to all the other kids there. Yeah, and I believe it. And my... I had another foster parent come in and see me there, and uh-huh. he's like, I want this kid, and he took me out of there. He's like, I don't want him here. Uh-huh. And he took me, and he took my brother, and then we had a, a, a good role model up to the point when I was 13. Yeah. So from 9 to 13, I, I lived with... Actually, 10 from 13, I lived yeah. with this guy. I forgot okay. to tell you about him. He was actually really important to me, under, like, so, really becoming a man. And uh, clearly, so what's his name? Because he clearly deserves some love. Hopefully he's not dead yet, but his uh-huh. name, when I knew him, he was like 65, uh-huh. so he might be deceased now, but his name was Jack Grady. Jack shout Grady, out shout out to Jack Grady. And he really taught me, you know, he had some issues himself, but he really mm-hmm. taught me how to be a man and how to be respectful and uh-huh. stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway, I eventually got into an argument with him one day, and I left and I went back with my mom, and that's how I started selling drugs again when I was uh-huh. 13. That's when I went back and lived with her, that's when I walked away. Yeah. But anyway, so I got caught selling drugs when I was 13. Yeah. And then I, after that, I was still with my mom. Uh-huh. I went back to another foster home. Yeah. My mom really says, she really hated me for that because she said that I went there for the $5 a day allowance. Mm-hmm. It was just so pitiful because, like, I mean, she wanted me to sell drugs pretty much yeah. to, like, feed the family. Uh-huh. We used to like steal potatoes and corn from farmers and stuff like that. Like, so just just be pure crooks, man. Totally, totally. Yeah. You got nasty with it, man. I got nasty with it, yeah, and uh, white trash. 
stealing your gas to cut your uh, grass. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I like that. I like that. And and sell corn, you yeah? know? Yeah. There was a farm right along the Galloping Goose Trail in Victoria uh-huh. that had no fences. Damn, okay. So you could just, like, literally walk there and, like, uh-huh. potatoes and corn. And, and this is out in Victoria, so there's probably a lot of that, too, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, this was in the Saanich area. Okay. But uh, I don't know if anyone's listening from there, but... Anyway, so no disrespect to the people that are, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't continue think they on. Cared. I don't think they gave a fuck. But they yeah. would have put up a fence if they did. I'm sure we weren't the only people, but absolutely, man. We wouldn't take that much. Like, how much corn and potatoes can you put in a single backpack? Exactly. But anyway, um, continue on, man. So yeah, after that, I was in foster care for a while, and then I met my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and then um, I got her pregnant. When okay. I was like 16. Damn. Okay. Oh, Jacob likes to go on ham. <laughs> Even at that age, right? He got nasty but you know at what? 16, man. You know what? Because I never really had a family, mm. the first thing I wanted to do was make one. I was different. And I, was I, believe- like, I was like a thug fucking, uh-huh. in my own mind, gangster little kid. At uh-huh. the same time, I wanted, wanted to a have family. a family. I wanted to get married. I was different. Like, you know, like most uh-huh. thugs don't want to get married. They're like hoes and all Ho- this shit. Hoes and bitches. I'm like, no, I want to meet a really good girl and get married. It's like it's like they they like the old saying, fuck, fuck bitches, make money. Get money. Fuck yeah. bitches, make money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Money over but, bitches, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, you, but your mind was a little different. It was more like, yeah, you had this like, this life. I need life someone st- to love me. You exactly, know, right? Because like, mm-hmm. even though... Maybe I didn't realize at the time. I thought my mom loved me, but I don't think I felt it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no, of course, man. It's one, say, one thing to say you love someone, but your actions speak louder than words. You know, and, and that is a true saying, man. Is like I, I can tell you can tell millions how many times it's, it's. Here's a question for everybody: How many times a day do you get told, "Man, I love you, man"? Yeah. But do they really love you, man? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's no, I get that, man. Is you needed that real enclosure where, like, yo, like, Jacob, stability. I love you, man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I needed, I needed stability, too, because my life was such a shit show. Uh-huh. Like, I was the one always, like, keeping, like, like, do you know, like, not literally, but do you know how many fires I put out as, like, a kid? Like, how I many did one, he put? Like, like I'm going to, I'm going to guess was, seven. Tons. Like I, I stopped my, uh-huh. my my mom was neglecting us all. So like one mm-hmm. time I stopped my little brother from climbing out a three story window, and my mom Damn. came in and I was holding him by the neck. Damn. You know, like shit like that, bro. Like my yeah. mom was just fucking like. A she was just parent. out of, out of this world, man. And so for me, I was always like a really like even uh-huh. though I was into grimy shit, I was uh-huh. always, I never got other than the drug dealing. I did a you, lot. You, of you you still you still had a moral. But I never got caught. Other than the drug dealing, I uh-huh. never got caught. I would always, uh-huh. like, get away with shit. Yeah. Because I kind of had, like, a sense of, like, when to get away. But it was interesting because I sold, I sold a lot of drugs for years. No, no. But co- yeah. cocaine was one drug that any time I sold it on the street, within uh-huh. a couple weeks, I was busted. Every time. It was yeah, so because, easy be, to get busted. Beca- be, yeah, because it's a hot market, man. It's like, let's put it this way. As a guy that grew up in BC, if they bust you for weed... Like get the fuck out of here! It's it's like a slap in the wrist. Even back then, man, it's like, 
oh he had weed like what the fuck are we even pulling him over you know what i mean yeah like coke is that's a, that's a whole they different that shit that's, that's right. exactly what they're targeting man 100%. it's like it wasn't because i was slick but no but i do by think, no means i do think i was good at leaving like i would really? always like uh, you know like yeah. assaults would happen and we'd beat people up or whatever yeah. you know because i was a little thug back in the day uh-huh. i would always leave like immediately because yeah. i knew cops were coming yeah and then, then all my other buddies would stay and get busted exactly and it's it's kind of like you know on that standpoint as as extreme as Joaquin has been is like it was sort of like when I went to high school it was you know it's like uh, you know like sometimes we do some really stupid shit totally is there was always that one guy right like I remember like I, I forgot what we were doing it was just like an assembly we were just throwing shit around being stupid mm-hmm. and the job was done we walked away and my one friend we gotta go back man let's fuck more shit up and I'm like dog like we're gonna if we go back in there we're gonna get in shit and it's just not even worth the trouble yeah and then even his other buddy said like bro like you're gonna be stupid and get caught or no man let's just go so what ended up happening about 10 minutes after me and the me and homie over there we went in the corner and he went back guess what teachers etc which uh he got caught instantaneously yeah but being a loyal guy that he was he didn't he didn't rat on me he didn't rat on anybody else it was just that was it yeah dude that's the thing is like they don't they don't seem to understand mm-hmm. like you don't want to be there when cops roll up you want to leave before they're exactly. even in the area exactly like as soon as you hear those cops you should be gone by now you should have left already exactly if you hear them you're already in trouble exactly <laughs> <laughs> negotiation and everything's out the window man just get the fuck out of there man yeah to all the to all the crooks that are listening to man get the fuck out of there man we hear the cops get the fuck out of there <laughs> but yeah continue on man so continue. so, so what, one thing too that was really kind of stuck out to me is that my mom at one point even after all this shit mm-hmm. when i was living with her yeah this is before i went to the final foster home when i was yeah. 14 and this this is uh yeah this is right after i got caught selling coke okay okay and again let's remind everyone around 13 years old right 13 i would have been about 14 so 14 at this point so you were caught around 14 years old you were caught with 13 i think i was caught and 13 and a half heading into 14 okay yeah i was almost 14 okay but then by the time i was 14 mm-hmm. i remember i was going to um I just decided to start living in this foster home. But when I first started yeah. deciding I was going to live in this foster home, I only got the $5 a day if I slept there. It was so funny. And I was like, uh-huh. no, I kind of want to still sleep at my mom's because I felt uncomfortable going there. Yeah. And I remember one day I came back and there was this guy sleeping in my bed. She was like, uh-huh. this guy sleeping in my bed. I'm like, what the fuck, mom? Yeah. And this it w- guy... It wasn't sunny, by the way. Just <laughs> no. <laughs> just, uh, just, no. Uh, yeah. But this guy literally beat my ass and kicked me out of the house in front of her and she did nothing what she did nothing and you were 14 at yeah, this point yeah you gotta keep in mind where i'm coming from she begged me for years to come back and, and then her. and then once i came back she told me she, to get out or sell drugs uh-huh. then then she fucking literally watched me get kicked out of my own house and did fuck all jesus so 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 oh wait I, sorry i just gotta rewind a little bit here so so you're invited back your mom tells you sell coke as a kid that doesn't know any better yeah let me, let me sell coke and then some random idiot beats your ass and then tells you to get the fuck out and so she's I, like okay go ahead so after i yeah pretty much like jesus after I christ sold, okay after i sold coke she like cops came back i remember she brought me she was like mm-hmm. oh yeah you're so bad i don't know why you're doing that she acted like 
she, she basically played it off like it was you yeah, on your own doing the whole. She was never there for me, man. And then, uh-huh. and then, and then, like literally, this guy was sleeping in my bed. And then when I called him on, I was like, "Why are you uh-huh. sleeping in my bed?" He literally started getting violent with me and started like, uh, like started hitting yeah, me yeah, yeah, and yeah. moving closer to me and like, yeah. and then he literally kicked me out of my own house. And then my mom had the audacity to say that I only went there for the money. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, like I really was pushed there. Uh-huh. And so. So she tried to sell it off like, oh, yeah, you're going to get $5 off being here. Yeah. Which even then, $5 is $5, man. It's not. So check this. So fast forward uh-huh. to when I'm 17. Uh-huh. And I've got this girl pregnant and she's yeah. about to have a baby. My mom's doing drugs and she's not there for me. She kicked me out of my own. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I guess that was a phone call. <laughs> it was actually a phone call. But yeah, continue on, man. Yeah. So, uh. Basically, what happened was, um, uh-huh. yeah, it gets pretty fucked. So she, um, where was I? Yeah, so you were saying, so 17 years old, you got your girl pregnant? Yeah. So, um, yeah, continue on. So when I got my girlfriend pregnant, she really wasn't there for me. She gave me a place to stay and made me pay rent. Uh-huh. And then she kicked me out of that place, too, even though I paid rent for it. Yeah. And I was fucked with my newly, my new girlfriend, right? Yeah. And yeah, she just really wasn't there for me. Like she f- tried to fuck over. Like she tried to come over on my wedding day and like yeah. say all this shit that wasn't true to like and fuck up my so, wedding. So going back, so this was at US seventeen. So like, so originally, so you had your first uh, child at around that age, right? So and yeah, so I got married right before I had my child because at the time I was really religious. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. believed in God. So so stuff. you were Jewish, right? I'm assuming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I was uh, I was a Christian. So you you grown up as a Christian, okay? Yeah, I actually grew up Mormon originally, but Mormon. Oh, but you, I didn't. Why the fuck didn't you bring that up earlier, man? Yeah, so I I actually didn't. I'm always fascinated to hear Mormon stories. Honestly, though, we weren't Mormon in the weird way. We were just basically really friendly Christians. Okay. Like we okay. didn't really like get super into okay, it. Okay, so it wasn't like South Park. No, but as much as I know about them, because I like super studied yeah. religion, as much as I know about like, uh-huh. Mormonism, it's a really fucked up religion. I can't believe all the stuff. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> shout out to the Mormon listeners too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't mean no hate. They're one of the most friendly churches you can. And and that's to, why so. that's why we love you, Mormons. All right, keep keep yeah, it friendly, man. I'm keep it cool. To, I'm not trying to shit on the Mormons. I'm just <laughs> just from my perspective. When I later learned what Mormons believed, I was oh, like, yeah, oh no. my god, we believed that. All I knew is we had better looking Bible and the other kids <laughs> like the kids bibles were like really well illustrated exactly no it's fucking wild man but yeah, yeah continue on my man so 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 you had that so you had your first kid at 17 years old right so yeah and then uh yeah so then did you find somebody in between after or like so what before, happened so, actually, so that's what i'm curious about yeah when i found out my girlfriend was first gonna get uh, was first pregnant <clears throat> i actually went and sold drugs again damn and they and never they never charged me for the first time I got caught. Yeah. But this time they charged me. Oh, and I believe it because at that point you're like, what, you're like seventeen years old. They're like, Yeah, this kid knows a little bit better, you know you know what I mean? So Yeah. And that's the time yeah. And it was so dumb because I got caught doing that and then Uh huh. After that, um my wife was like a girlfriend at the time, she was like really not happy to hear that. Yeah. And eventually I did get a job. Okay, and and exactly what was his job? Out of curiosity, just for the rebar. Uh, that re- was my oh, first Oh, that's where you it. became a rebar. Okay. Yeah, that's when I got into um, rebar. So I was an iron worker who did rebar. Yeah. So um, basically, I did uh, I did rebar, 
And that was one of the hardest jobs I ever did. Because if you ever if you ever talk to anybody about construction, they'll tell you. Rebar um, is brutal. It's very heavy. Um, and the people that you work with are some of the most unfriendly people you could ever imagine. Like, part of my language, but I was called faggot and dumb cunt pretty much all day. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, that job was still really kind of a big part of my life because it really taught me what hard work was. Um, but I did that. And then, um, you know, and at the time, I was still, like, in my head, such a little wannabe gangster, you know? And so when people would be disrespectful to me on a job site, it was really hard to take it and walk away because, like, I wanted to fight them, right? And that made it so, like, the first few years of my marriage with my wife... Uh, I was losing my jobs all the time. I would get a trades job and then I would lose it pretty much instantly because I couldn't deal with the disrespect because I was a gangster in my own mind. And and, and I can imagine like, uh, yeah, like uh, as a guy that's worked on a field in construction is like, you know, you, you get a lot of that, man. You, they say some stupid and ridiculous shit at times where you're like, like what the fuck man like who the fuck is this guy and specifically you that like at what age like what was it like seven six years old? 17 at the time yeah no but no but i'm saying like you started selling you started selling dope and shit at like six years old etc so like you already no, i would have been i started selling dope when i was 13 sorry sorry that's what i meant so at 13 so are you I was already, around dope when i was six that, that's yeah. a, that's what i meant sorry so like at six you're already around dope and then at 13 you're selling drugs and then yeah. you have this form and being like fucking blah 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 you know what I mean I wanted to kick his ass because Uh normally when people talk to me like that on the block so the other thing too is I was a totally different guy like like now I'm a really loving hippie friendly guy absolutely And, and I can attest to this man like like he's one of the chillest dudes I've met in my life but back then but back no, then, and I know and I believe I was so because in order to like survive Oh no, and I believe it because I've been again. I've been around hard motherfuckers like that in my in my my lifetime, man. Because you know, I grew up in East Van, so I mean that can kind of tell you exactly. You know, I grew up around a lot of these kind of guys. This is like you know, but uh, one thing that I will honestly attest to it at all times is these hard guys are one of the most loyal, honest, and loving guys when they're your friends. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, that's 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 pretty true. But yeah, get, getting back to your story. So you were saying, so you had this foreman that was like, yeah, he was giving you a hard time, and you were like, what the f- who the fuck is this guy? And you were doing rebar. I had a lot of jobs, and uh-huh. like over the over the time, it was really hard as a young kid because I was I was a gangster in my mind, and when I was a young kid, like when you're when you're thirteen, fourteen, selling drugs uh-huh. on the block and stuff like that, and you're in that kind of culture, you know, the scariest thing you can be is unpredictable. Yeah. Like, like right now, if, if like more than just the idea of like a big guy going to hit you in the head right now, uh-huh. what's more scary is if you're going to get hit and you don't know where it comes from. Exactly. I think that's why people are scared of like spiders, for example, because they're creepy. Spiders and just... You. But I'm just giving an example. Like even if a five-year-old kid was going to hit you, like you're not scared of a five-year-old, but if he was going to hit you out of nowhere while you were like chilling and like lying down on your Anything bed... Anything could happen. That's scary. Exactly. I don't care who you think you are. No. That's scary. And so, it is. I learned a long time ago that if I was the kind of person I would just punch people out of nowhere, I was uh-huh. people would be scared of me. Yeah. So I kind of had that mentality um, uh-huh. at that point, and so when I went into trades, it was really hard to like shut the fuck up and just be like, 
gulp okay you know even though and they'd that, be like calling me faggot and dumb and, kind of and, and and that's what honestly and that's um i can attest to this that uh, that has worked around trades and stuff is that's exactly what it is so like you're 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 insulted you're belittled at times regard no matter who you are right it's not even, even if you do it right even if you do it right it's like ah oh, you fucking cunt you did it right even mm-hmm. though we don't say cunt here but like you know i'm just fucking around here so like you know like and you know even me as a hispanic male is like you know how many times i've been called mexican that i'm not mexican or even or right. even ah the freaking ah of course you latinos do it well like, like i mean you know it, it's positive but at the same time it's still like yeah like what the fuck man like you yeah know wrong I mean? country bro yeah you know so it's like my wife takes gonna, it the other way is it japanese when people call her a c-h-i-n-k she goes, hey, I'm not Chinese. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> which is care. which I respect I respect that man, but it's and, and, but, but even, for some people that might be annoying. No, no, right? exactly. She, she she grew up in Japan. You gotta keep in mind that like there's a difference between growing up in North America where you're constantly getting racially profiled, oh, you're, absolutely, getting, yeah. you're hearing these things. My wife, as much as she might be a minority here, she's grown up her whole life as a majority race in Japan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, so she's not going to feel the same so way. Her. She probably laughs it off all the time. Yeah. She's probably ha ha. Whereas, like, oh, yeah. if you if you heard, excuse me for saying, if you heard something like wetback, even though you're not Mexican, you'd probably still be like, "Fuck, did he just say?" <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah, no, no. Sadly enough, is like, yeah, no, like wetbacks is honestly a Latino diss in general. So, like, yeah, absolutely. But you know, I mean, yeah. Anyway, moving Which is on. A funny for- thing, because it's like it's like all you're really saying is that they're hard workers. No, absolutely, absolutely, right. No so, one's no. got a more wet back than a jujitsu player. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly, exactly. No, no, I get it, man. Especially so, me. You know how much I sweat. Oh no, you Being sweat old. like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, getting back to like you were like you were saying. So you had your merit. So you were talking about being sorry, rebar worker performance treating you really horribly etc and then you being like like who the fuck is this motherfucker etc yeah. so i bounced around from a lot of jobs um yeah keep going yeah yeah i bounced around from a lot of jobs and i found it really hard because i was like a young family man and you know it you know for my wife who had just married me here's this guy who can't fucking hold down a job yeah and and, and that in that in that regard right because specifically like and her mentality, and it's probably actually, let's be real here. It's probably not even her as thinking that. It's probably you're probably thinking more like, I know my wife has my back, but it's her family. It's probably like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, supposed to have my little girl, and uh, he can't hold a job because of who right. knows what, right? Because of my ego, exactly. Of, yeah. But in your mind, that's what, probably what you're thinking because you know that your girl has your back because you you married her for a specific reason, and you didn't marry the previous girl be for a specific yeah, she reason, never right? said this she never said this but i you know every time i would lose my job it'd be oh you know like and then yeah and there was times where like my wife's family who're not super rich you know yeah um, but they were probably still like like well, what's going on here i think i think between her and her mom they might make like eight grand eight or nine grand damn okay you know so it's not like a month uh-huh no so no it's, no it's not like right, right away when you said a grand i didn't think monthly because if you're thinking monthly well damn okay like could i marry like uh one <laughs> could i marry the mom or what's up well these days it's not a lot of money i gotta tell you it, it, it's 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 okay money like yeah you, you can go to mcdonald's well one of them's making seven grand and the other one's making like two right but so a year or monthly uh, monthly. Oh, okay, that's that's that's. Uh, you can have McDonald's. 
Well, let me tell you my life in a minute, and we'll uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute, man. I'll by all back. means, yeah. Is um yeah yeah yeah. So it, again, just wild wild times, man. Is um yeah. So like uh, yeah. So seven to eight grand a month, and uh, yeah, just. Uh, So you were saying, like, to hear your story. Yeah, so anyway. Um, yeah, and she had, her family had to pay rent at times. Yeah, and you were saying, so before that, for we were me. talking about something about seven to 8000 a month, okay. Yeah. And then they had to pay for your rent, okay. Yeah, which, I mean, it's not a lot of money when you consider how expensive Japan is. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, so wait, 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 wait. Sorry, so let me let me just uh, take a second here. Yeah. You were living in Japan at this no, point? No, her family was living in Japan paying for my rent in Canada. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was just about to say, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, this is like when I was let, 21, 22. Because I was just going to say, like, let's take a step back, man. So you went to Japan and you fucking. No, <laughs> no. You were at house, man. Like, you know? No, I. No, so I, this was this was later in my life. But basically, uh, like, um, you know, it's. Yeah, it, it was kind of like a really bad time for me because, like, here I'm yeah. supposed to be like this really uh-huh. stable man, but like, I don't, I still don't have my shit together. I had a kid when I was 17, right? Like, yeah, sounds sounds very. If I'm gonna be straight with you here, like we talked about minorities a little bit, is that sounds like the typical minority life? Because look, me as a Latino male, like I'm 32 years old, and I kid you not, everyone's like, oh yeah, so like you have like five kids? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't have a kid. I might have a kid somewhere that, I mean, he might pop up <laughs> with this, with everything that's going on right now. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's kind of the expectation, right? Because, like, I can attest to this, but, like, you know, like, my, when, when I was, yeah, like, my dad had, my dad, and my, my, my mom was um, 18, and my dad was 20 when I was born. So, like, you know, it's, you know, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, anyway, so that that's how that went. And then um Yeah. Oh yeah, let, let's we just Let's cheers to that. Let's cheers to just having Jacob. Ooh, look how much more tequila you gave me than you. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it's, it's part of the extreme podcast, my man. Well, you got to you got to match me though. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. So, we'll, we'll match oh, right here. Jesus, so, cheers Jesus. to that, man. Cheers to this wonderful <laughs> story, by the way. But yeah, continue on, my man. So, cheers. Are we, we going to do the whole thing? Yeah. Hey, uh fuck it. Why don't we not? Okay, okay. This is like I think this is literally like it's like three fingers of, of tequila, okay? So. Yeah, so shout out to that. But but in the process, is like 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 the audience have been hearing all throughout. It's, it's it's a fascinating story. But yeah, continue on, my man. Actually, fuck, give me, give me some of that chase of the... Yeah, yeah. There you go. You need that, bro. It's fucking tequila. Absolutely, it's, man. It's not bad tequila. It's just... It's very good tequila, but, you we know... We drink tequila for the feeling, not the taste, right? Oh, um, depending on the tequila, man. Honestly, like, as a Nicaraguan, the, the issue is that we drink rum. So, tequila to us is like, you know, it's different, man. Well, you know, tequila is only tequila in a certain part of Mexico. Outside of that, it's called, what's again? Mezcal? Um, you know what? Uh, funny enough is there's a city called Tequila. In? In Mexico. Okay. Yeah. But, but there's like a region. I oh, thought it was interesting because anything tequila yeah. is only inside a certain region. Yeah. Anything, any other alcohol made with guava outside uh-huh. of that region is called mezcal. Oh. So there's like, it's interesting. So there we go. We got the geographic side of a former drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Much well, love, my man. But yeah, 
continuing totally on so, so we'll get to that no no so, yeah, yeah i can't wait to, for we get for us to get into that so the positive side this has been oh, so no, negative no. been trauma well, no, no, no no exactly <laughs> but that's but that's why these stories are fascinating because specifically in this story is there could possibly very well be maybe a 99 percent chance it's gonna end happy but uh getting back to that so yeah get continue on man yeah so so yeah i got married to this girl so you got married to natsumi 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 which by the way to all the mma listeners knew who the fuck takanori gomi was he did not so just a shout out to that Uh, it's funny you say that because actually when i met my wife she knew who that was that's exactly what i'm saying so that's what that's what I was like trying to shit on you with is that she I, knew who Takanori Gomi was. He didn't know who the fuck he was. <laughs> I probably didn't then, but I probably didn't no. when I met you. Oh, absolutely. By the time you met yeah. me, but you know, like, like I said, <laughs> I, I know this guy. Like but she was really into K one. That's exactly what I'm saying, right? So she's know. she's she's cool, man. I gotta meet her. Yeah, but, she's um, cool. She likes Family Guy. She liked beer. She's a cool girl. She really helped me because you uh-huh. know she loved me and. Exactly, but uh, yeah, getting back. So you felt at that time. So you you were a rebar guy, and you did a bunch of other trades, thinking again because like the natural thing at, at one point in time. That's the odd part, right? Is that so? This is just a quick little history lesson to some of the listeners that probably already know this, but originally everybody went for office jobs, right? Because oh yeah, we got to get a nine to five, blah blah. Right. Then that started filling up. So then people said, hey man, let's try them trades. And then now, so then, so then now trades is where you go. So naturally, Jacob over here went for the trades, and you know, like this is where things got fascinating, right? Because you know, you had this guy yelling at you for stupidity because, and we deal with that all the time. Yeah. But yeah, continue with your story. So you had been through like five or six, or sorry, how many jobs have you been through at that point? Well, I think I worked for. You went for the rebarring for sure, yeah. Yeah, I think I worked for four or five different roofing companies. I worked for two different rebar companies because I uh-huh. I did I had a better stint at rebar. Which um, I will give them respect. Rebar is fucking hard, man. It is hard, and all the people you work with are all ex-murderers and convicts and crackheads. Meth heads. A lot of meth heads. And so I had to deal with a lot of people. I had this guy who was literally just got off a bid for doing 20 years for murder. Damn. And I okay, was okay. scared of this tell, old tell, fucking man. Tell, tell us a story. Now I need to hear this story. So, Even though it's cutting through like... Uh, dude, I was such a fucking... Like, I really believed it. I, like, I don't just mean this. Like, I was... Uh-huh. I had so much fucked up in my own head that, like, back uh-huh. when I was a kid, I really believed it. So uh-huh. when this guy... I didn't give a shit that he had fucking 20 years in the fucking uh-huh. pen for murder. Yeah. His story was that he, um... He came in and he caught his wife cheating with another guy. Yeah. And he says, this is what he tells me. Uh-huh. And I don't know why he'd lie now because he's already done the time for the murder. He probably He's probably telling me the truth. That's what I thought. Yeah. He said he caught, he said he just wanted to scare them with the shotgun. But he accidentally shot him. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but for bullshit. whatever reason, when I was 17 or 18, I heard this, I believed him. Yeah, of course. But, but it, it's just like. It might be bullshit. <laughs> But maybe I, maybe it was true. Maybe he like he just wanted to scare them. But then once it actually got down, I'll tell you this: there was one time where I had a guy. I saw uh, him step out of a car. I, I threatened him to fight me. I saw him step out of the car, and I went, "Oh my god, this guy's huge! I don't want to fight this guy." Back up, back up, back up. As soon as he got up there, he said one word that made me fucking, as they say, see red. But like in other uh, words, I lost my mind. Yeah. And I punched this guy, and I went flying through the air. But point is, is that sometimes you mm. might you might be thinking in your head like. 
oh yeah, I'm just gonna scare them. But then when you actually see the dick in your wife, you go, fuck that. And you go, man, no, no, <laughs> you no, know what I mean? No, like, no, and I exactly get what you mean, man. It's kind so of so maybe like, some of it's true. I don't know. It could very well but, be because it it kind of brings me back to a story of mine, man. Is that like there was a situation, and uh, and I can you know. There's people that I could attest to it to say, oh, Extreme O'Keen's full of crap or whatever the hell it is. I'm not. And Jacob could attest to us. He's, yeah, he's known me and figured me out in a sense. No, you're, you're real. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, there's a famous restaurant in Canada. I don't know if it's been in other parts of the world, the Dutch. On Father's Day, Crackhead came into the restaurant. Oh, shit. Um, and, well, I'm assuming he's a crackhead, by the way. He was acting first, came in. They gave him the food, threw the food, threw it at the at the manager, and and spat at her and everything. So you know everyone is the Dutch, the, the Dutch, and 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 I, mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a the Dutch. Yeah, you know, I have. One of the best. I fucking their pancakes are amazing. Yeah. So you talking about right. the Dutch panic cookhouse? Yeah, absolutely. That's how they say it. That's how it looks when I try to read yeah. it with my English. Yeah, yeah. no, it's fucking amazing. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, the guy leaves, kicks it, whatever. You know, we're trying to enjoy our breakfast on Father's Day, so it's my, you know, etc. All I hear is the same manager, this guy's trying to assault me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So then she's rushing over. The same guy came back. Yeah. He rushes. He's rushing her or whatever. So then we're talking about me and a group of other dudes come in, like, what the fuck is going on? And then at that moment, so the guy had a coffee, and I remember, I remember this very clearly. Has a coffee in his hand, throws it at the washroom, right? And then mm-hmm. this guy randomly rushes in, says, "Off-duty cop!" This actual cop, this off-duty, rushes in, and then when he tries to trip the guy, the coffee sl- makes him slip, right? So yeah. he slips. The crackhead slips. Again, I'm assuming he's a crackhead, and I will call him a crackhead because he's a fucking dick. He's a so, ends up on the floor. Yeah. And then again, I've trained martial arts for like, like, like eighty percent of my life. Like jujitsu, I will attest. Uh, I, I still think that I got to take on Jacob over here, but just for fun. <laughs> but uh, he he has a higher level than me right now. But anyway, so <laughs> then I take the opportunity. I see the situation. And I'm like, okay, like using using my my wrestling using my boxing using anything is not going to do anything at this at this point in time so then i take the opportunity i get his back and then and i have uh, and i and, and i have a rare naked choke but hear this no hooks in mm-hmm. and then fuck the hooks fuck the hooks at this moment <laughs> exactly right so then he goes out within seconds and the only reason i knew is that the, the, the cop like oh go let him go let him go he's out he's out so i let him out and fucking his body drops like 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 he was dead in that really? moment this is vancouver yeah this isn't coquitlam like literally the dutch is like like literally 10 minutes from my house man okay and and then he's flipped over whatever and then the like the cop the all the police come in etc and i'm like what the fuck i just choked the motherfucker out man <laughs> it was fucking wild but like to this day and it was wild it's like you know like we still make this joke like heading into like this year's father's day is my is like i made a joke with my pops the other day it was just like well how funny would it be if like i walked in and like 
the guy comes in he goes oh shit he's here fuck i gotta go <laughs> but um oddly enough is like the year after it's like when we sat because there was this family that was very friendly that went out and said oh thanks like you know they paid for our like our breakfast etc as we went back uh, a year later nice. So they and paid they, for your breakfast because of the exactly right because the, the restaurant didn't take care of us but like she did right and then coincidentally enough is we went to father's day the same nice. location we sat down and then we saw them again they're like oh we were hoping we'd see you guys and uh we know we're protected now so it was just it was just a funny situation so anyway quickly is a shout out to all the listeners try out jujitsu it's a good way to to take people down and if you want to go life. It, it changes everyone's life and and the good part about it is you can neutralize opponents and shout out to titans mma quickly but let's get back to jacob's story i just want to say i just want to say that i actually think i make more money and that i know more things and mm-hmm. that i'm a more better person because of my tenature in jiu-jitsu exactly but 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 we haven't gotten there yet man let's yeah let, I'm just, let's, i just want to say that i really feel what you said I think, exactly. I think it really helps. Absolutely. But, um, so yeah, where do we leave off with my story? Can you so, kind of help me? So, so we were talking Sorry, about. So at, di- at this point, in, no, well, I mean, fuck. I mean, di- we're getting nasty here, brother. We're getting nasty, brother. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cheers to that, man. <laughs> we we, so, we just fist bumped, so you guys can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's gonna be videos. Uh, there's gonna be a sh- uh, gun video real soon, so we'll get into that later. But anyway. Yeah. For so sure at the point is. at the point that we were at. Is it essentially you were saying so? Rebarring didn't work, trays didn't work. Right. You had the Japanese family out home that were kind of, you know, they helped with the rent a little bit, but seven to eight thousand isn't. Sorry, six to seven, I believe it was. It's not just that. Like even if they made, even if they made twenty grand a month, even if they made fucking twenty five thousand a month, you, you know was how a much of a fucking loser. I exactly, felt? you as a man, you're like, what the no. fuck, man. You know, like here I am with all this white privilege. Yeah, not that I believe that bullshit. Nobody I mean, believes that I mean, shit. But I mean, here I am with all this white privilege, and and I uh, can't even. This is I believed it at the time, though. Of and, course, uh, because because I I grew up very liberal. Yeah, and I, I used to believe. I realized later that I was in a very. Some uh-huh. people don't even think this exists, but it does. Alt left liberal thinking. See, yeah. see, I'm I'm so careful because in Canada it's so liberal that like. Like it's yeah. different than the states, you know. Like I can't even describe to you how liberal it is. It's so liberal that they'll pay for your your gender reaffinement surgery to cut um, off your wiener, or to, and, like, and and then on top of that, <laughs> let's not even include uh, the trucking situation. That's a whole different story. For sure, but I just mean like like if you can understand how liberal Canada is, I don't think there's any government who'll pay for your gender to basically cut your dick off and make you a woman. Like, exactly. Like, like whatever you want to call. It. I don't mean to be sound transphobic when I say that. And he is because I don't mean to de- delegitimize what they're doing and send to make it, make it sound and barbaric. He, he absolutely. I'm just trying to, to say yeah. that I think it's crazy that our government pays for it because I don't know any other first world country that pays for something like that. And but, and, and and on another note, he agrees with if that's how you feel. Like like I tell everyone, right? Is that if you feel that you are, if you happen to be a man and you and you were born and you felt like a woman i'm all for it man and i attest and i agree that everything that you should be given is excellent if you need to get your dick cut off and you feel good 
we're fine with it. And I believe that Jacob believes the same thing. But it is wild that yes, we yes, are accepting of all that. Yeah. I just I just want to say that like I really want to get into this gay topic again. Because Eventually. I have some really good things to actually say. No, no, no. I think they'll surprise you what I'm gonna say. No, 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 but I believe I, you will. I'm just saying me. I'm just saying I really want to get into the transgender gay topic because as a person who's identified himself as a liberal his whole life, it's an yeah. issue. It's a it's a thing I really do care about because I really do care about these people. Yeah, and I I'm just saying I want to get into that later. As do I, as do I, and and I actually have members that have that are in the gay community, so yeah, we can get into it by yeah. all means, man. I love those people. They're, so do they're I. My so brothers. do I. So shout out to my aunt. Love so, you. So back to my story though, yeah. real quick, is that <clears throat> after this point where I kind of felt like a loser. Uh huh. Um, I started getting into IT. I actually, yep. so my uncle, I'll tell you a little bit about my uncle. So my uncle is the brother of my mom, this yep, person okay. I told you about. My uncle is one of the dirtiest guys ever. Like I had a friend when I was 17 to 19. I'm still friends with him actually. He lives in Vancouver now and we hung out again recently. But okay. for a long time yep. I didn't hang out with him. Yeah. He's from Kenya. His name's Ahmed. What? Okay, so sorry, quickly. We have a friend from Kenya and guess what? We got listeners in Kenya. That's awesome. So shout out to fucking Kenya. Give me a minute here. So Ahmed Mumbe. We got we got to give some love there. I mean, totally. it's just it's just That's super. Perfect. That's perfect. It's just so out of nowhere, man. So like, yeah. So he's from Kenya. All right, cool, man. So continue on. So I'll explain a little bit about where I'm from. Okay, yeah. is that a lot of white folks where I'm from are fucking easy marks. So if you're from Kenya, you know what that means. Okay. But what I mean by that is like when I met my friend from Kenya, it was actually funny. Is he first said when he first met me, he said, "Bro, when I first met you, I wanted to rob you." And then what when the I fuck? okay. Yeah, and then he says when I cuz he's from Calgary. Yeah, yeah. Which is Alberta. Calgary um, sucks. But instantly Sorry, instantly he once he started talking to me, he told me that within 20 seconds of talking to me, he realized he couldn't rob me. <laughs> this is what he said to me. Hell of a compliment, my man. Because I'll tell you one thing. The reason why I train jiu-jitsu so hard now is because back in the day, I took three weeks of jiu-jitsu and, thought, and, and trained with somebody who was really... thought he was a really, badass, badass. I trained with somebody who's a fake person in jiu-jitsu, and I thought they had a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Brutal. And... That was actually Ari Bullen. I don't mean to talk shit on Ari Bullen from no, Submissions no, Ari 101. Ari Bullen, you fucking suck. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. If you YouTube Submissions, like, I guarantee you've seen this guy before. If uh-huh. you researched any jiu-jitsu move before 2010, you know who Ari Bullen is. So he ran, he's a savage. He ran Submissions 101. Well, hold on. Let me finish. He ran Submissions 101, and at one point, he was 10th Planet Victoria. This is oh, my first jiu-jitsu. Okay. This is my first jiu-jitsu school. When I, when I was 13, for, actually, my first jiu-jitsu school was Zuma. I'm Zuma? Right. I'm lying. I'm okay. lying. Yep, Zuma and Victoria. Tell us about Zuma. Zuma was great, but I only went for like three classes. But my little brother was a yellow belt at Ari Bullen School. And that's also where I trained jiu-jitsu for maybe like another three classes. This is the... Whenever I say I trained jiu-jitsu when I was 14, this is yes, the sir. entire jiu-jitsu. It's like six classes. I didn't what train much fuck? jiu-jitsu. So when you thought I was really good at jiu-jitsu, I was literally like at one weekend. Okay, okay. So, so um, and, and, and on a side note. I think when you tap me, though, I just want to say, I think when you tap me, I was more like three or four months in. So I'm just trying to okay. be honest here. I don't want to like. <laughs> so, but I'm saying when he met me, I think I was like, it was literally like the beginning. But anyway. 
Absolutely. So, Caught him in a head and arm choke. It so was Ari fun. Bullen, let's really t- quickly talk about Ari Bullen. I don't actually have anything no, 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 to no, say no, about actually, Ari Bullen. No, no, go by Ari Bullen. So, so like, what Submissions was the first? 101. Let, so, me, let me tell you, this is a big controversy yeah, but, in the jits community. And yeah. I want to say that I actually defend Ari. Please do. I don't think it was Ari's fault. And it's the same reason why... Eddie Bravo trained with Ari and gave him the really? title of Ted Planet Victoria. Okay, yes, he did. Wild. There's videos of him. No, doing no, it. that's what I'm saying. That's why. No, no, no. Okay. I, I know you don't disbelieve me, but I'm just saying. Yes, he actually did. To those people listening, like he actually trained with Ari because he thought Ari was legit. So, let me tell you. So when I trained with Ari, he was a black belt in Japanese jujitsu. Which actually, funny enough, is a sorry to interrupt you real quickly. It's just going to cool. be very quick, briefly. Yeah. Is that jujitsu is started in fucking japan then in brazil they made it sort of its own thing right so bjj became a thing that's outside, right but Thank you for it all this. originated from japan that's so right. like to anyone that's never trained jujitsu all of it originated in japan that's why you have a guy's like um what's his name not fucking takanori gomi um fuck right now it's driving me nuts but Asa something. It's not Asakira, but I love Asakira. But anyway, I'm going to forget what I was saying. Continue on, totally continue, continue on, so, continue on. So basically what... It's a good point that, ya, that uh, Joaquin brought up here. Extreme Joaquin, come on now. Joaquin, sorry. Extreme. Pardon me, sorry. Joaquin. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I know this guy really well, but I can't pronounce his name. God, Joaquin, fuck. my Joaquin. man. Joaquin. So what Joaquin's saying is very true. So I want you to understand that most of the moves in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, not all, but most of them are actually Japanese Jiu-Jitsu. Absolutely. And the only difference between Japanese Jiu-Jitsu, Aikido, and Judo is their mindset. Judo is all about sport. Aikido is all about killing you, but they're less effective moves. And Japanese Jiu-Jitsu is a <laughs> oh, mixture. Sorry, sorry. Go back and go say that Aikido is killing you for le- not for. This is true. This is true. I don't care what anyone says. So, this is 100% true. Is it, I've trained all these martial arts before I did Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I actually know a lot about what I'm so talking about. So can you say that Justin Segal is full of shit? Brazilian jiu- oh, totally. But Brazilian <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu, I'll tell you this right now. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Japanese Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, Aikido, they all come from something called Aki Jiu-Jitsu. A-K-I Jiu-Jitsu. Or Jiu-Jitsu. Whatever you want to call it. And back in the day, these were the moves that the, the samurai knew. And the only difference is that, is that judo, they took all the moves that were that were easily to be done. They were, they're the very effective moves in judo. Yeah. But they're not moves that are going to kill you. They're moves that are great for sport. Aikido exactly. are moves that will kill you. A lot of the moves are brutal. A lot of the moves will break the shit out of your arms immediately when they do them to you. But because they have such a higher ratio yeah. of damage, uh-huh. they're very harder to pull off. So that's why, like, a lot of Aikido guys are fucking easy to dummy up because their moves that they've been perfecting are really hard to do on a resisting opponent. Judo is the opposite. Exactly. Judo is the kind of move. Judo is the kind of martial art that's very easy to pull off on someone. Yep. But the results are not going to mean that they're fucking crippled. And on a side note, I just quickly wanted to mention the guy that I was talking about was Shinya Aoki. Shinya Oki, the guy with the the father, Hicks and Gracie. Yes, yeah, so, but again, oh fucking legend. Shinya Aoki, Japanese Jiu-Jitsu mixed with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. On the reason he didn't wasn't successful in MMA was because, yeah. you know, I mean, MMA. MMA wasn't a thing then. MMA, no, but in I'm my talking. Opinion, about, he's a legend. No, 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 but I'm talking about currently. So like, because he is a more current trying to utilize. Did he you know, fight in real MMA? Like later oh, on? oh, he got fucking murdered. Like well, he most, did. Pardon but, me. but he also won a lot. Too. No, but he also won a lot. 
He won a lot. But that so, doesn't mean he's not good at jiu-jitsu. That no, just no, means... he's, he's exceptional in jiu-jitsu. But he's not a Gordon Ryan to, to the jiu-jitsu listener. Even if he was a Gordon Ryan, you got to understand that there could be a guy who goes, like Gordon Ryan who goes into MMA and gets completely fucking knocked I think, out. I think Gordon Ryan would actually fuck people up in MMA. But anyway, that's... You think <laughs> let's, so? Let's, i got to tell you this. Okay, I disagree with you. You want to you know why I know this please about jiu-jitsu? Please do, please do. Is because one thing I've learned about jiu-jitsu, and, and it's really a hard uh-huh. pill to swallow. Yeah. Because you know I love jiu-jitsu, right? Oh, yeah. This is a really you would hard pill to suck dick. I would. But I want you to understand you, be that a this is a really hard pill to swallow. Dick. You would suck it. You could be a black belt of jiu-jitsu and, uh, get, and get knocked out and dummied by a guy who's a blue belt. No, no, no and that happens a lot. But the reason that I will argue Gordon Ryan is that he's with Jeff Donaher, man. Donaher's a fucking monster, man. Jeff? Uh, you sorry. Mean, you mean John? John Donaher. Sorry, Jeff. I don't know why I said Jeff. I, I it's, just okay. Looked, it's okay. It's okay. For, no, just but for, for our listeners, at least one of us has to know his first name. Exactly. <laughs> no, but what I find funny is just, I look at uh, Jacob here, and I'm like, I just think of Jeff for whatever reason. But like, anyway. John you're talking to Jacob. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so like, so, like with John Donaher, what's wild about John Donaher is that like, like Gary Tonin, which unfortunately I didn't meet him because I broke my leg in half. But uh, Gary Tonin, I'm uh, Gary Jacob. No, actually, you didn't go to the seminar. But um, Gary Tonin seminar, I did. Oh, you son of a bitch! All right, so I broke my leg. I couldn't go to it. It is what it is. It I knew is, nothing about leg locks on when I attended that. Exactly. So, like, the wild thing about Gary Tonin is, is he's competing out in one FC, right? <laughs> and his striking was fucking crisp and elite. Because of John Donaher. So, could you imagine a guy in the high level of like Gary, uh, or sorry, I mean, uh, yeah, you, you know who I'm talking about yeah, right you've now. You've seen him get starched by strikers, right? You've seen Gary Donaher get absolutely struck. But he's not, but by on strikers. YouTube, maybe, but could you imagine Gary no, Donaher? No, I'm, I'm talking about in his MMA. Oh, like, oh, oh, uh, Gary Tonin? Like, there's a couple of fights where he got completely starched. Yeah, but it was just one fight. One fight. And then, but but, but for the most fighting, part... I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but a lot of times he's fighting Asian guys that are washed up. I'm not trying to say... <laughs> uh, no, like, like, like Asian guys that literally couldn't fucking throw a punch in, okay. our, in our MMA. Like, like until, because, until because, he starts fighting in UFC or he starts fighting... I like Gary Tonin. I like him a lot. Uh-huh. I think he's amazing. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, I'm trying to be real. Like, until he starts fighting in UFC, or he starts fighting in... Sorry, what's that Hispanic League called again? Uh, uh, the Bellator. B- Bellator is actually not a Hispanic League, but it's yes, it's all, good. it's all good. No, I don't mean, like, the fighters are no, Hispanic, no, 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 but no, no, the no, owners no, are Hispanic. No, they're not at all, actually. It's actually owned by a nation guy. His name I is Scott. Bellator, I could have sworn Bellator it, was, initially, like, Hispanic. Initially, it was, but Scott Coker took over, a uh, former Strikeforce owner, etc. You're probably right. You probably know this way more than me. I'm yeah, not, yeah, like, yeah, a sadly. super MMA fan. No, super I would, hardcore. I would, I would, I would out to you in that, in that regard yeah he would do suck my but, dick too but, but yeah. what I, maybe on a tuesday night but what yeah. i'm trying to say is <laughs> what, I'm to, what i'm trying to say is that is that um gary tonin gary tonin uh, what was i trying to say yeah. is that gary tonin i, I really respect him a lot yeah but he hasn't competed against a full i want to say one thing when yeah, i talk shit sir. about him having adhd I just want to. I just want to say because he somebody, actually didn't mention it until just now. As somebody with major, no, I did earlier. Um, really, he has really bad ADHD. Yeah. Um, as somebody with ADHD, like really bad ADHD, I'm not. I just wanted to be clear. If anyone's listening to this and thinking that I'm shitting on people with ADHD, I have severe ADHD. But all I'm saying is that when I talked to him, it was like 
he would talk about a technique for 10 seconds and then he would start talking about something random and it was actually incredibly hard to learn from Gary Tonin. Exactly. But like, he, but that's the wildness, the wildness of uh, jujitsu is that there's guys like that and there's Amazing a lot competitor. But not well, the guy you want to learn from. Yeah, probably not. And and I'm that, sorry, but I feel like that about a lot of people, too. Like, to like be, you remember the person we were talking about before that I said was uh, a good instructor? I don't want to say his name now because we're yeah, recording. Yeah, but yeah. I just want to say that that guy is a genius at jiu-jitsu, but he's yeah. a horrible teacher. He yeah. had me... There was one technique. He was trying to teach me a technique, and uh, I was struggling to understand what he said. Yeah. And he had me doing the limbo for 10 minutes to understand it, and it had nothing to do with the technique. Exactly. And you know, I mean, I mean, fish just come around the corner. But yeah, it is what it is. Uh, sometimes they're they're not the greatest, you know, fishes in the sea, as you can say. So like, um, yeah, it is what it is, man. But like, you just gotta have a good instructor, man. But like, anyway, getting back to fucking Jacob's story, man. Like, fuck, you just was great, but Jacob. Continue on, man. It's okay. We had a little. I think it's good because we just had a little segue to jiu-jitsu, which kind of keeps people interested. That might be yeah. More it was a brain fart. It was stuff. a brain fart, man. No, no, it's good. It's good. I don't think it's a brain fart because I think it's good to kind of mix it up because because my story is is very negative and I don't I don't think up anyone in, up until the end. The end gets great. Yeah, well, the end gets great. Yeah, it does. So exactly. So like anyway. So like getting back. So so like you know you at this point in time is like by the way. Shout out to Titans of May and shout out to Jiu-Jitsu in general. Um, but we got to get back. May, hell yeah. Yeah, so basically. So like you felt at this point in time, been through trades, it's tough. And um, at this point in time, you're feeling semi like a failure. I'm just going to call it up because I know with your eyes, yep. that's what you felt. You yep. felt like a failure. That's correct. They're paying for everything, etc. You're trying to get through it. I felt like a total fucking loser. Exactly. So you continue. Know? And um, no, it's really true. Um, I felt like a total fucking loser. And then um, eventually I went to college for IT. Because what uh, happened was I was talking to my uncle. Yeah. So what was your uncle's name? If you don't mind mentioning Yeah, yeah for sure. So my mom's Elaine Anderson. My, Ke- my uncle was Keith Anderson. Okay. And Keith was a really stinky, dirty motherfucker. But he was a computer science um, bachelor degree holder. Okay. And um, he kind of sparked my interest in computers. So Really? So, like, this dirty scumbag is just like, hey, man, you're fucking yay. I think computers are great, so dirty. Man. Yeah. He was <laughs> so dirty that my friends didn't want to hang out with him. Like, I kind of got used to his smell. But my friends didn't even want oh, to be oh, around. Oh, oh, that's what you meant. He smelled. Because I he thought what you really meant. bad. I thought you, what you meant by dirty scumbag is like a... Like a guy that's like smells so bad that like you you know what I mean? <laughs> no, like my friend didn't want to come around because of his smell. Is oh no, I mean. sorry, sorry. So what I meant? Sorry, sorry. I misworded it. A dirty scumbag. What I meant is like a guy that takes all your money. Oh, I see what you mean. No, no, no. This guy was an actual dirty scumbag. Um, no, <laughs> he. Um, I I can't hate on him too much. You yeah. know, like like he was my uncle. He meant well, but he has a lot of. Um, he has a lot of ego issues, and where the way that manifested. So let me let me let me tell you a little bit. So yeah, yeah I would talk to him. I would talk to him about computers all the time. And, yeah. And um, one one day I, w- I went and I hung out with this guy, and he gave me three different computers yeah. that were kind of broken. Okay. 
And I didn't really know anything about computers, but I was the kind of person who liked to fuck with things. Oh, I yeah. took these three, three computers Just like back. Extreme Wookiee likes to fuck with bitches. All right, let's... <laughs> Actually, let me go back. Let me go back. Yeah, let's go. Because I'm not telling the beginning of the story properly. Please do. So I bought a laptop when I was 17. Okay. And I bought a Dell Inspiron laptop, and I bought it from Pawn Shop, and I paid 500 bucks with it. Okay. Within a month of it, you know, yeah, of course I was watching porn and stuff like that. Um, yeah, bang Bros, right? I don't know. I was 17. Really? Bang Bros? Oh, fuck, I remember Maybe. Bang Bros. Bang Bros. I know what Bang Bros is. Team exactly. Skeet. Fuck, yeah, I can name lots exactly, of them. Like, exactly. So you, Bang Bros, just say what it is. Bang I know Bros. Ba- but I didn't. I don't know if I was watching Bang Bros back then. <laughs> Absolutely were. Because it, because it had that, it had that, sorry for the listeners to interrupt the story, because it had that like one minute clip where it showed enough where you were like, like when you were jerking off, it was just enough. We were like, okay, like, holy fuck, it shows her getting fucked, and then she gets come on. Like, it's done. Maybe it was, but as you can see, his <laughs> is, is, uh, brother here is a bit more of a porn connoisseur than I am. I was at the time. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so I gotta take a piss again already. No, no, already. All right, it's all, it's all, it's all good. Man. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, I would watch. I guess I would watch porn sometimes, even though I was married, and I got a lot of pussy then. I would watch porn. Boy. <laughs> I would watch porn, and I, would, I got my computer infected with a virus. I remember I took it back to the pawn shop, and they were like, oh, dude, it's not the fault. pawn Get shop. The, the pawn shop, here. right? Pawn. Porn? Pawn. Okay, I bought it from okay, pawn okay, shop. Okay. Like, I took it back where I got it from. Absolutely, yeah. Like, oh, no, you got a virus. I didn't even know that it was a virus. Like, okay. like I had to take it back then. Anyway, I took it to Gizmo's computers. Well, first, I took it to my uncle, actually, and he told me that, oh, it says, please reload operating system. Which was probably from a virus. Yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, you just need to reload your operating system. No problem. I took it to, after that, to Gizmo. I, oh, I also phoned Dell. They said the same thing my uncle said. Yeah. Who's a programmer. And then I took it to Gizmo's computers in Victoria. And I sh- I told them on the phone what it said. And they're like, oh, yeah, it'll cost 100 bucks." I took it to them in person. And they said, oh, it'll cost 220 bucks because your hard drive's dead. Okay. And they literally just looked at the screen. And now I know, because I'm like a legit like Don Dada of computers these days. Yeah. You're um, the godfather of computers. Dude, I swear to God, like in my own IT world, like I really know a lot. Like okay. this one thing I really know a lot about. And I, I wouldn't say that so confidently about anything else other than computers. Like I did this shit in my spare time for like all, 15 years. Okay. okay. Then we got to talk. So After um, the show. Yeah, for sure. So my point was is that is that um sorry what was i saying again where was i no so you were talking about it's and like you know like computers knowing your knowledge etc there was something i was saying though specifically about yeah. um anyway i took it back to the gizmos yeah that's exactly what you're talking about gizmos knew, yep. and then yep. back then i knew absolutely nothing about it yeah like nothing okay and i took it to them and they tried to rip me off because now mm. i know that you can't tell just by looking at that screen yeah that the hard drive's dead yeah and when I said, are you sure my hard drive's dead? Because you told me on the phone, and my uncle said. Yeah. You know, and then as soon as I said that, he clamshelled it uh, closed, which means, like, if you can imagine a clamshell yeah. laptop, it's a clamshell. He closed it down really aggressively. When I think of a clamshell, I think of a pussy, if I'm going to be real. But, yeah, <laughs> I can see what you're saying. Yeah, he went, he went like, bam. And he went, he went, oh, yeah, if you don't believe me, take it fucking yeah. somewhere else. And I'm like, well, no, I believe you. It's just, like, I wasn't trying to be rude to him. Mm-hmm. But later I realized that he was full of shit. Absolutely. And so 
one day I was watching a video. I was watching YouTube, and I saw a video pop up, and it said, "What uh-huh. to do with a laptop with a dead hard drive? How you can use a laptop with a dead mm-hmm. hard drive?" Because I'm thinking this this computer guy was telling me the truth that the hard drive. We're dead. gonna we're gonna call him Tech Tech So Tech told me yeah. that the hard drive is yeah. bad. So I assume this. So I watched this whole video about. I think her name was Dixie yeah. Pixie. She's like a MC famous Pixie Dixie Bixie loves to take a dick in her ass. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. and she she basically showed me how to run what's called a live CD. Yeah. So it's like you know how like normally when you run a computer it runs off the hard disk. Yeah, you boot up yeah, yeah no, I got it. I mean, I'm a dumb fuck with computers, but yeah, I got you. But you'll get what I mean. Yeah, but I can actually run a workable operating system yeah. that can do most of the things you want to do: open a web browser, listen yeah. to music, whatever, off of a DVD. Okay. So instead of the hard drive, imagine the hard drive's dead. You can run the entire operating system yeah. off of DVD. It's called course, a live yeah. a live DVD. So I watched this video. I'm like, oh, this means like my laptop I bought's not broken. I could use it. So when I checked it out, I went through it, and she's like, yeah, you can just use the live CD. You don't have to install it to the hard drive. Yeah. But in doing this, I realized the, the hard drive. I'm, I I notice I'm going super technical, yeah. but I'm just saying, I realized the hard drive was good, and this guy lied to me. That's okay. when I decided to become a computer tech because I said, you know what? I want to become a computer tech for all these people that get ripped off from fucking assholes yeah. like this. But as soon as I kind of got into it, I realized you don't make money off fixing computers. You make money off being a system administrator where they yeah. pay you like 100K a year to like yeah. manage tons of computers. In some yeah. cases, two, 300K. Depends where you work. Okay. That's like the average. Um, so I'm like, okay, that's where to go. And that's where I started my career. Okay. Damn. All right. So you somehow, so it came from, so you came from crack dealer. I'm going to say crack dealer because yeah. it sounds more. Yeah, for real. It's got a ring, right? And then being ripped off, being fucked over by by one of your ex-girlfriends, right? Mm-hmm. Had a kid, which uh, shout out to your little boy or what? Little boy, little girl? Well, I, I never got fucked over by an ex-girlfriend. No, no, I, I'm just, uh, no, what I mean is that like you got married and she, because I think you didn't mention that, like she said that, uh. I don't. I I I I, I got to go. I'm last in thought. We've had okay, drinks okay. today, but um, you got married and then she brought something up about uh. Anyway, we don't gotta get into it if that's the case. But yes. But yeah. anyway, you know it's okay. I, for, I forgot what it was, but I remember you were like, so you got married and then like, alimony. I don't. I don't know what it was. Anyway, getting back to the actual- what what I was saying. What I what I said though is that at one point my wife tried to say my mom tried to say. That I like fucked all these girls when I was like on marriage day when I had. Uh-huh. So then that's where I got it wrong. Then so anyway, maybe maybe that's what you're thinking. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's uh, to the nasty listeners and to Professor Ed and Hot Takes Alvarez and Han Solo and everyone. You guys are gonna give me a hard time. Give me a fucking hard time for fucking that part up. So by all means, oh don't worry, shit about on it. me. Don't worry. No, about no, 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 no. But, it, but it's it's part of the podcast. If, if you if you misunderstand something I say. I'm gonna blame myself. No, 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 no. That, it's probably me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want. So let me take that all in. But no, anyway. So like, so that's how it led you to like your current career. That's wild, man. Yeah. So, so I got into that, and um, I'm gonna have to take a piss break in a minute again already. Already, Jesus. I think I, I think this is actually the most piss breaks we've had in the podcast. You, I might, I might take the the limit because I drink so fast. And, and to to be fair, we have we haven't actually even had a cutoff for piss breaks at all. We haven't at all in the podcast, but it 
it'll be the first it's all good man yeah okay. so but um anyway i gotta go in a minute but um no no it's fine man and then what we'll, i was saying though is um yeah so just close out is it like so like you got fucked over by this supposed computer expert you discover what it was and here you are man yeah, like so, you're an it guy man so so what happened was i decided to go to computers after that yeah um but once I, I decided to become an IT guy to help people, but very soon you realize when you try to when you get into computers to help people, yeah. you realize that people are fucking cunts. And oh, get into absolutely. And by all means, so he's got to take a piss break. We will be back. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Uh, we had an unfortunate pause because I'm gonna be straight. Jacob was shitting himself, and he fucking unfortunately. Violence. Unfortunately, uh, the nasty Extreme Studios is filled with shit everywhere. Yeah, I had to shit myself. It was violent. It was like... It was fucking disgusting. It was like Rick and Morty where he... (laughs) Just like that. So anyway, continue on with... And in case the nasty listeners are like, what the fuck, man? Like, this authentic and beautiful story. Unfortunately, the shit was so bad. I had to pick up. I had to lift it. I had to put it in the toilet. God damn, it was, it's a Bro, nasty... I'm going to forget where we really were. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nasty story, but Jacob semi-remembers. What's good, brother? Okay, so that was obviously a joke. I did not shit at all. I, don't um, know, I, I, I will not confirm or deny, but you continue. <laughs> shit, bro. After that, I can't even remember. Yeah, so, so, so what you were actually essentially talking about. So you, so you were screwed over by an IT agent, right? Right, semi along those lines, and to became all the an IT guy, yeah, exactly. So like, and then you became an IT guy, yeah. Dude, I had exactly where we were, and after that shit story, I completely <laughs> forgotten because it wasn't a real shit story. Yeah, continue on, my man. Okay, so um, oh yeah, okay, I remember exactly where we were. Okay, so the one thing I'll tell you is that anybody who ever gets into a job because they want to help people. Yep. I guarantee if you catch up with them eight to ten years later, they'll say, fuck those people. We're just sad. Let me give you an example. Okay. So I, used to, I, I used to want to help people. It's just human sleep, nature. And, and no, no, but I used to want to help people when in jiu-jitsu class and, sorry, in boxing. I used to be like, hey, guys, you know, Atlanta jab, Atlanta right. And as soon as you feel they're going to get knocked out, step away. Extreme okay now. Land a fucking left hook, left, right, left, right, undercut, uh, uh, uppercut. And on top of that, even though it's not a boxing, we'll take his ass down, land an elbow, and then choke his ass out. That's an example of job life. <laughs> okay, so... So, 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 sorry, because I know what you're going to say right now. So what I mean by that is that... I forgot what I was going to say, actually. <laughs> exactly, because it was so wild. So, like, what I mean by that is that is even if you're doing boxing, right? So that's something that I was passionate about before any martial arts, right? Because clearly you heard about me and Jacob's passion about rolling around with each other and, you know, being with sweaty men and trying to kill each other with, like, like chokes, etc. Is that what I mean by that? Is that, okay, so, like, what I meant by that was, is that sometimes, like, you're, you're a boxer, etc., but sometimes there's outliers in the world, right? Where sometimes you got to, in any job in the world, you got to take outliers and sometimes illegal moves to get the job done. So that's what I meant by why, what I just said, right? So you're a boxer and you choke somebody up. 
in the real boxing world, you can't do that, right? You just got to other d- decision the guy by points, well, et cetera. Well, I, I mean, it was more like, okay, let, let, let's take a human resources person. Most people get into a human resources position because they want to help people. Exactly. Right? They, they want to be there to help people in the company get along and exactly. solve their conflicts. And then in my boxing point, it was more like, you want to like land punches to the point where they're... But... Exactly. You got to keep in mind that if you're an HR person after eight or ten years, all you've ever seen is the worst of the worst of people Absolutely. in the company. You've been putting out their stupid arguments. Yeah. You've been you've been dealing with their with with their stupid like egotistical battles and dick battles over power and who's got a bigger dick who's got a smaller dick who's yeah. got who's got a greener dick so it's really natural after eight or ten years to be like fuck people i don't want to do this and exactly. for me you know that's why i got into computers at first is because i really cared about people and i was ripped off and blah blah uh-huh. blah but these days what i do now is um it's still very people-focused. Uh-huh. I'm actually a project coordinator for so, the health authorities. here's a big question that I have. So, you have dealt with a lot of fucking... Oh, de- like, fucking people. Let's, mm. just, let's just be real, because I'm not a man. I'm not a wordsmith. I'm not a fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Is So, like, what brought you back to people? Because, realistically, we've heard your journey. Mm. It's been a fucking horrible journey. And if I'm going to be real... I'd probably be like in prison, locked yep. up, or or at least well, my siblings are on a warrant. You know what I mean? So like, what exactly? So my older brother. I just want to say my older brother is actually a, a heroin and meth addict. Which, and my mom, my mom's a meth addict, and my other uh-huh. brother is special needs. So I'm the only one who actually turned out right. <laughs> and I can admit to this because he, like like dude, I just but I don't saw, blame them. I just saw his fucking truck pull up to my to the Extreme Studios, which shout out to my pool table, shout out to everything else. But like, I saw him pull up and like, fuck man, the guy's looking like a hundred. You know what I mean? Is um yeah. So like, what exactly do you feel expired you like to get? Because you're in a good position right now, right? Like we haven't even got into the good store, right? Like you're here, you're good, you're fucking fine, man. No homo. Yeah, so, you know, very, um, you know, so IT pays a lot. IT pays way more than a lawyer does. A lot of people don't know that. A lot, of people, a lot of people wouldn't think that being an IT uh-huh. guy pays more than a lawyer. I don't think a lot of people would think that. They think of, like, some, like, bitch-ass IT guy, but no. The average lawyer... Office space, buddy. What's that? Office space. Yeah. The, la- the average lawyer makes, like, 85000 a year. No, no, here's a real story. Have you become like the main antagonist of office space is that why you're making money i gotta be honest i love that movie but i don't remember it was the main guy an it guy the guy no, he's like you know you know you know when he's like chilling huh. he's listening to that song by scarface yeah and he's and, and then and then the black guy walks by and he like no turns no no, his music no down see, that, 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 that's not actually the main guy it's actually the opposite guy that's the guy in the car is no the main guy just decides one day i just don't give a fuck <laughs> 
and then he just gets raises, et cetera, et cetera. Right. The guy, the guy in the the guy in the fucking car that is listening to Scarface, et cetera. He, yeah. he, 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 like the black guy comes by, he like locks the door, which yeah, is turns right. it down. Like, exactly. like like no, I'm not listening to gang. And the guy's not even a gangster. It's the exactly. funniest fucking. It's thing. the funniest shit ever. Exactly right. <laughs> if he was, hey man, to be fair, man, we were Latino, I'd be more offended. But like, either the way, I'm, I got I'm this on my playlist. I, looked, <laughs> I, I searched it it's down. So, it's so I good. Like Shazam that shit. It's a great I was like, song. What songs he listen to? It's actually a great Scarface. song. Yeah, because it's done by Scarface. Scarface is a phenomenal producer. Which, by the way, if you haven't heard of Scarface, which how are you listening to my podcast? But yeah, listen to Scarface. Oh, for sure. <laughs> What's up, I got? You can't yeah. love. You can't love Latino. You can't. You can't be listening to a Latino podcast and not know the original Scarface. Or, Let's be real. Or Immortal Technique. Immortal Technique. Oh, dude, you like Immortal Technique? Of, how the fuck do I not, man? Oh, I'm a spick, dude. Dude, he he's the best. He talks about real shit, like like. Uh, so here's the Bush a question: administra- administration we're, we're, taking a hundred from the Kalistan to like it, all that it, shit. Okay, like, this is this is wild, right? Because <laughs> like, uh, so <laughs> cheers to that, man. So it, it's wild that he says that, right? Because like again, like is again like like this podcast is about yeah it's movie and films but there's a passion for film and immortal technique is one of those big passions right because there's a lot of his songs that we talk about there's a lot of his songs that literally talk about chips being in, braided into your brain to your brain to your so brain yeah brain not brain it's the alcohol I'm with is, you. is definitely the alcohol or just extreme I'll candy. say bane in a minute just watch exactly right? so <laughs> What's wild about it is that, yeah, so like you listen to these songs, and these songs are back in 2006. He talks about all that shit, man. Mm-hmm. And fuck, like, Cyclone now, B. Yeah, he talks about all that shit. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you can appreciate, like, him as an artist, right? Because, like, he's educated. My, he's super educated. You can tell. And on top of that, like, you know how there's artists, like, I'm not about the realness, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then they wear Louis Vuitton, like, fucking shirts, etc. This guy's one of the few guys that, like, you see him in the street, you're like, what? That's the Immortal Technica? That's the guy that's talking about dancing with the devils? Yeah. Dancing with the devil? Yeah, one that of the most That was the first wild. song I ever heard by him. And when I first heard it, I still remember the feeling in my stomach. I was like, gulp? Yeah, that's exactly what it is, right? He fucking rapes and kills his own mother. Exactly, but yeah, it's brutal because because he. If you guys don't know the song we're talking about, he talks about a guy growing up and wanting to impress thugs, but then he impresses thugs to the point where he's supposed to kill and rape a woman, but it turns out to be his own mother. Yeah, and that's what makes it such a brutal song. And then he jumps and he kills himself. And then he jumps and kills himself. So it's like that was his introduction to the rap world. But what here's a. I mean to change this pod against somehow my podcast somehow changes into something else every time that I talk is that what makes it wild is that is that that exact thing right is that yeah he started as an artist that like let's be real that's what brought like interest in but he talks about real shit man and that's what we love about immortal technique man like yeah like there's so many songs like 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 fuck, fuck i can i can go off honestly yeah no, dude, he's, he's got some really good songs but what makes him a good artist and this is where i attest to like a lot of art, uh, other artists is that 
there's a difference between battle rappers mm. and then rappers, right? You know, freestyler, right? Right. I used to so, battle rap. It, so, so that's what I mean, right? They is that did, like though. immortal technique is a battle rapper that can still mix his rap in. He's good. And dude. then to the people that don't understand, Talk about real shit. That's what I think would separate right? them. And but you know who's an art, an uh, mainstream artist that you can say did the same? Eminem. He was a battle rapper that fucking like he so, could work in the mainstream. Let me be specific. When I talk about when I say he talked about real shit, I'm, I don't mean like all, a lot of rappers talk about real shit. I mean, Everyone does. In, in order to say that, it's kind of it's kind of a stupid statement I just said. But what I mean when I say real no, shit, I, know, I know what you mean. I mean like specific, like like the Bush administration taking over the Calistans. Like like he'll get into like like deep stuff. He'll he'll talk about. Um, Alaksa, you know, like the, I think it's like the Middle Eastern or um, uh, Hindu or uh, Israeli temples yep. in yes, Israel. Sir. Like he'll like he'll mention shit from the Bible, and he'll get like, like exactly. It just feels it's different. It's specific, man. It's different, yeah. And that's what I mean, right? But what I was arguing is that the battle rapping side of things. Mm-hmm. I love battle. Is rapping. there's only so many artists that can transition over. To the more rapping and artistic side of things, right? Eminem was one, mm-hmm. and Immortal Techniques is just a legend, right? Because like, say what you want, right? Like uh, at the end, it, Did you know it, South Park Mexican. Yeah, of course I've seen. I've SPM. Yeah, yeah, of course. To me, but, I like him more than Immortal uh, Technique, even what? though even though he had the you know he's he, he's got some pedal beef shit, right? That's why. Uh, so anyway, I'm just talking about musically. Okay. Either way, either way. But you I know was, what I'm talking about, right? No, I, I, get, I get it, but I still go Immortal Technique. But I'm also biased with Immortal Technique, so it's, I'm the wrong guy to ask. But um, eventually, you know what I'll have is that with all this music talk, is Eternal Love is going to have to do a food, uh, fucking episode with Jacob over here. Because massive, uh, if you haven't listened to Eternal Love, aka yeah, you got to check them out. Eternal Love. So, yeah, we got to do an episode together. So, but yeah, that's my take. You got to do an episode with them. But, but with that being said, man, is that the one good thing about battle rappers is is very few that come out. Kind of like Joel Ortiz, another phenomenal um, battle artists that still transitioned over to the rap to like rap that you can listen to you know what i mean right is very specific man and that's why eminem has a lot of respect for me right i fucking love eminem man i listen to eminem a lot right and old school eminem before the marshall mothers or before the eminem show everything before the eminem show i love eminem show was good still Oh, I love it the Eminem show. After, Everything, every Eminem show. Eminem show. Yeah, that's what I mean. Eminem show. Cleaning out my closet. Uh, all that shit. Yeah, Eminem show was amazing. Exactly. I, I had that album. I bought it. Yeah. When I was like 13. Yeah, can we agree that if anybody goes after M right now, still gets murdered? Oh, for sure. Like, Who's going to go after M? <laughs> well, Nick He'll, Cannon did. <laughs> Nick Cannon? Did you ever hear about that? I, I don't. Remember. I think Nick Cannon got destroyed. Um, well, this, this the only person that I know who's ever really seriously gone at him got destroyed too. And uh, that was Machine MGK. Gun Kelly. Yeah, but hear this. So, 
<laughs> I mean, I hate that we're Nick interrupting Cannon your story. For him. Nick no. Cannon's a fucking joke. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Who the fuck is that exactly. guy? <laughs> but, no, no, I'll, I'll do it better. Who the fuck is that motherfucker? Who the fuck is Nick Cannon? Yeah, yeah that's go. better. That's better. That so better. hear this funny story because um, we're gonna call him Hillbilly Jacob because he didn't hear this, and I love Jacob, but like, true story. This is the funny part about that. We gotta get back to your story because your story is fucking better than this bullshit. But like, dead ass, bro. Like, like after we finish this recording you gotta listen to nick cannon's disses over him okay let's do it oh my fucking god bro like so he came out with three diss tracks right away right and dead ass like 50 cent because like apparently like m did want to actually respond right because that's m and 50's like yo like why are you gonna respond to this motherfucker he says like why are you gonna respond man like seriously Nick Cannon? When he heard bars, bro. When he heard bars. So then M didn't respond. But Nick Cannon. And like, let's put it this way. You as a former YouTuber. Deadass. The first comment that came into the, like, the Nick Cannon disc was like, wow, M murdered him. And he didn't have to even, even make a verse. That's how mm-hmm. bad the Nick Cannon disc was, man. Like, it was so funny. It was so bad. It was good. No, it was so bad. Oh, bad. Like, they like, 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 like dead ass. Like in the comment section, they put, "Wow, Eminem won a diss battle without having to spit a verse." That's literally what they said. Yeah, it was so bad. Because I feel like Machine Gun Kelly didn't even come close to hitting. Exactly. It's like so gay. But yet MGK like made Eminem respond like oh no I gotta respond to this and Eminem murdered him right like like say what you want about Eminem but like fuck man like but he was a battle rapper man yeah dude and that's that's a different thing like battle rapping is hard like when you're when you're actually trying to think of rhymes off the spot and you haven't premeditated them as somebody who's actually been a freestyler and used to just decimate people it's tough it's really tough exactly and I've, I've had I've literally you wouldn't believe it I've literally had people freak out and want to beat me up in rap battles you can because, rap out. yeah I can rap out okay but, but what I'm trying to say is like what I said listen to listen to how shitty of a rhyme this was but this guy still wanted to Go kill me. Okay. I said I said I said this way this way I said to him I was like nobody here likes you even your mom doesn't like you and just saying that to him I don't know the the, the, the beef he, I don't know how the relationship he has with his mom but all I said was even your mom doesn't fucking like you because I was I pointed out I was like he doesn't like you he doesn't like you nobody likes you even your mom doesn't like you okay something about that I want to fight you Jacob right now fuck it let's go something about that let's made go, him made him triggered. He yeah. like he like wanted to fight me. He was like he was like, Do you want to fight? And I was like, Bro, we're just rap battling. It, and that's exactly what it is, right? It, it's spiritual, it's love, man. You know, I just picked up off something. Like it's like when I'm trying to diss someone, I'm I'm trying to pick up what off inner energy, like where your insecurities, like I'm because if I pick up on one of your insecurities, what when I'm rap battling, rap battling, it's fun. Ooh, I got it's fun. you. If I if I if but if I actually find something that I can diss you about that you're actually insecure about like okay it's one thing like let's say let's say you're not you like, let's say you're a really good looking guy and yeah, I say, yeah I, like me like me i get it yeah like you like you and i say and i say and i say you're an ugly guy 
That's one thing. Okay. I but if I but let's say let's say you're really insecure about the fact that you can't make your girl come. Ooh, I like that. Right, right? And suddenly I bring that up. Ooh. Don't have that issue. Every, no, I'm not saying you do. No, but, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying. But, 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 but it's something, as a man, that's something that I really care about. Like, can I make yeah. the girl come? So so if I can make, if you're bad at that and I actually attack that, you could be the best rap battler in the world. Absolutely. But I just fucking it's cooked kinda, you. It's, it's kind of like, you, you know who put it best? Mm. Is Eminem when he dissed Mariah Carey. I don't know if you remember that diss. But he literally talks do. about pre-coming on her. He dead ass literally says he's like because because she was essentially saying nothing ever happened. He's like, yeah, well, and he goes, yeah, I remember was like smashing you, and I pre-cummed on you, and you found it disgusting, and don't and he literally dead ass said like, and remember, I got all the pictures, I got all the messages, and I got all the calls, and what I love is that in the disc. It shows Mariah Carey literally calling Eminem in the diss because she was like, "Yeah, it never happened." And yeah, I did. <laughs> so he's got like actual evidence of her calling him, and that's what makes it fun, right? Because like, but 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 he was like, "Shit, he pre came, and it wasn't good dick." No, no, but but she she said nothing ever happened. Yeah, and yeah, that's no, why I get, it, M, I get it, I get it, I get it. And that's so and that's like, and that's why M was like, "Yo, fuck you." She's like, he, "That's why M was more like." Yo, like, you could have said, like, yeah, like, M sucked. Like, he was not good in bed. But, like, she said nothing ever happened. That's when he got mad. <laughs> that would be the worst, though. Because, like, like, like when I was young, like, yeah, it was hard not to come quick, you know? Uh-huh. But, like, I've never come from a girl just by, like, I've never come before I, like, <laughs> that would be the worst. Extreme can't blow loads. Blows loads. Dude, I saw I saw this video of this guy talking about how he came just hugging a girl. What? Get the fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's like this guy who like who's like really into streamers and he's like, yeah. dude, I hugged the streamer at the streamer calm and I came to my pants. Sounds like a basic professor ad. Shout out to Professor Ed. But uh anyway, so um Yeah. Yeah, I guess back to what I was saying. So yeah, I got in tight tea. Now what I do is I help Yeah. So yeah, my my career turned out pretty good. Um, yeah, I'll tell you, like, like I'm not. I could be way better because IT is a big a big field. Like where I work, there's some guys. Like I make about fifty bucks an hour where I work. The authorities brutal. But there's some people who make a hundred and fifty. Okay. As a contractor, like I'm a contractor. Okay. But like, could you imagine? Like like I'm making I'm making like like 10 11 grand a month some months right yeah it's okay yeah. right but there's some guys out there that are making 150 an hour there like that's how much it pays but for me coming from a small city i was told by a lot of people i worked with that i never make more than 30 bucks an hour <laughs> and now that yeah. i'm making 50 and i'm realizing like some people are making 150 doing this i'm like hi you chumps exactly yeah you know what i mean but you know, we were talking earlier about like eight or ten grand being a lot. It's really not when you live here, especially like, like, like if you're not good with your money, like oh. no matter how much you make, you'll always be broke. Like extreme again. <laughs> Just messing around. I'm, I'm okay with my money. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's different, right? Like I've got a lot of people fucking with their hands out. I've got of three course. kids. Exactly. I just started the braces program. As far as I know, 
I don't have kids. You know, <laughs> yeah. as far as I know. As far as you know. Yeah. So, like, no, I get that, man. But, like, your journey has been insane, man. Like, mm-hmm. so from a crack dealer yeah. to an IT worker. Or sorry. Sorry. Not an yeah. IT worker. Not an IT worker. Sorry. To a... Uh, Technically, I run my own business. No, no, but I'm incorporated. Let me let me let me me get to your in running your own business and sucking Joaquin's dick after. Is so basically, you are like a guy that like, yeah, came from yeah, like what everyone always talks about, like rags, right? Mm -hmm. And then sold crack, sold whatever the fuck, sold the heroin. Even injected heroin in his dick. I'm just kidding. No, that didn't happen. Never happened. But yeah. Never happened. But like, <laughs> and then you came into this other negotiation and you're making, you're doing pretty well for yourself, as you can say, right? Yeah, I think so. You know, I could uh, pretty much get any car I want within reason. Exactly. So you can attest to all that, right? Probably couldn't get a Lambo, but I could get a Corvette. Yeah, brand new but Corvette. I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not fucking Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> no. You know, but like, but but it but it's a journey, man. Yeah. And that's what makes it fascinating, man. Is that like my message to everybody is that just work, man. Work hard for it, man. No matter where the fuck you are, and any wherever so you true. are, you know, you there's so work, many times man. where I thought about giving up. Exactly. So like, Jacob can attest this right now. He had. And I'm sorry to re-bring it up. He had an abusive mom, an abusive father, and he went through what? How many? Um, like, uh, you know, like a like you know, children. Like, uh, yeah, you you went through a lot of BS dealing with other adversity, children. Adversity, bullshit. Yeah. Exactly, a lot of adversity. But he came out all right. Now. With that being said, did he get choked out by Joaquin? Absolutely. Extreme Joaquin choked him out with a head and arm choke. <laughs> After all that nonsense. But apparently. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Get out of here. I got him with a head and arm choke and he quit and he literally said, Today's enough. So Apparently I did. And and the thing about jujitsu is uh it's probably true. I don't I don't I don't remember no, but he, uh, he he absolutely did. I absolutely did. But he caught me three or four times after, right? So it's not. Oh, did I? It's, it's not. It's not. I don't and, remember. And I love that he says that because it's because. I really that, don't remember. No, no, but that, that ass. I love that he's laughing because that ass and like the fun thing about jujitsu. Anybody who wants to try to martial arts, chat out jujitsu for that exact reason because. I remember rolling with you though. I just yo, don't we remember ro- what we, happened. We, yeah, we rolled many times and I kicked his ass like eighty percent of the times, but we don't get any to that. <laughs> You know what I mean? But like, you know what I mean? But like, that's the fun part about rolling is that you get better, man. It's like, I can attest right now that he will do mediocre against me right now. And that's what makes it fun, right? For the, the people listening, they don't understand uh, Joaquin's uh, humor. Joaquin hasn't, when's the last time he changed you to? Um, two years ago. Two years ago. Two and years he's ago. actually been consistently betraying for. Two years. Maybe, maybe I'm. Maybe you're just not worthy of being my friend. No, you know what but it is. Is I hate to admit it, but it's just life, man. My man, you have these awesome platform today. The nasty things platform to attest <coughs> and admit to all this. I just mean like when I tell people this kind of stuff. I've I've met people that are like, 
whoa, like, but like, if I've ever told you any of this kind of stuff, it's because I don't tell everybody this. It's all love, man. It's because I actually like want to connect with you. Exactly. And it's love, man, because this gentleman right here reached out to me and said, Joaquin, and he said, extreme Joaquin with the largest dick I've ever seen in the locker room. That's what I said. He literally said, holy fuck, that dick is enormous. It's the biggest I've ever seen. I have never. Made my dick look like a Kit Kat. Exactly. (laughs) I have never met a man so honest and loyal and respectful. And that's why we got this gentleman here. And his story has been a fucking. uh, There's more to his story. And that's why eventually we're going to have a part two. Yeah, we got a part two. Because, like, you know, I'm going to be straight. We had a lot of drinks tonight, and it got everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had fun tonight, right? I think we did. Exactly. We had fun. I had fun. It was exactly. fun to come talk. I don't know how many people are going to listen to this, but if you do listen to it, and you want to, like, hit me up, you know, um, please do so. Um, I'm Jake the IT Pro on Facebook. On Instagram, I am uh, yep. Jake the IT Pro 10 pjj and uh, I'm on bitch.eth on uh, Twitter. Yeah, sweet. So um, awesome. So that's on his side. So on my end right here is, as you know, as a nasty listener, is that check out our Reddit page, Nasty Things Podcast Reddit page. Etc. That's run by Professor Ad, etc. And of course, check out our net or our Instagram, Nasty Things Podcast. Instagram run by none other than Hans Solo. Runs it excellent, my man. And of course, realistically, if you want to get nasty with anything, reach out to Extreme Keen, reach out to anyone else. But with that being said, is I'm Extreme Keen, uh, Robbie Jens, Hot Takes Alvarez, Han Solo, and of course, Jacob today. Stay nasty. Extreme Joaquin.